0: He said, hold on for dear life and have fun.
1: <laughs> like I've been reading about, and this is usually during my toilet time, my sneak and take time. She's
0: <laughs> listening in and is going to get me put on a watch list, I think. <laughs> can't script a coin toss. You can't script what Patrick Mahomes does once he's outside of the pocket. Just some can't Here we go. Hey, hold my beer.
1: Primal Beef Jerky is a sponsor of the Chubby Buddies podcast, and for being a listener, they are giving you the listener perk. We don't even get any perks. We don't get paid. We don't get none of that. We wouldn't ask for that. We do, however, every once in a while, uh, Bow over at Primal will sh- uh, shoot us out a couple bags of jerky, and if that, that's all we have. that's all we have. I mean, that's all we can really ask for. We are taste
0: testers I mean, and promoters. We love this jerky. We eat this jerky regularly and want everybody to eat it as well. We want y'all to eat good jerky.
1: Facts. But this is not a paid sponsorship. This is a shout out to Primal from us with 100% originality as much as we can every time. We re record these every single week. But being a listener of the Chubby Buddies podcast, Primal is giving you the listener a discount of 15% off an order by visiting www.feedonprimal.com. And at checkout, use promo code CHUBBY, that's C-H-U-B-B-Y. And if you're in one of the five states that they sell in or 400 plus stores uh, (laughs) across Kansas, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Missouri, then you won't need this. But being a listener, you do get a discount. And the math wizard here has done his calculations with what kind of calculator was that in high school that we used?
0: Um, I used my brain. Y'all use the... The Texas Instruments, the 8,000. Okay. foot. but CIA to check 8, Josh's
1: work, since he didn't like to show his work in high school, and we all know that, we used this calculator. Boring. And we came up with that if you hit, hit the $50 cap visiting www.phenonprimal.com and using that 15% off discount of Chubby, that's C-H-U-B-B-Y, you get one free bag of beef jerky. And the math guy is never wrong, are you? Never. How, never. How, how wrong have you been in math? Because we need somebody to use this escape good in case it isn't actually one free bag.
0: Oh, it it, it adds up, dude. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. 15% discount plus the free shipping altogether adds up and easily covers the cost. Although, alone, if we're talking 15%, 15% on 50 almost nets you a free bag alone. But. For sure, with the free shipping, it's definitely enough to net you a free bag.
1: He, yep, you heard it here, folks. You heard it here first. <laughs> My spoken. But that is www.feedonprimal.com, and at checkout, use promo code. What was that again, Joshua? Chubby, C-H-U-B-B-Y, Chubby. Because I Long got time. on there in 2011, and it wasn't X. It was Twitter then. Yeah, it was Twitter, but obviously. X. Yeah, but Twitter I got on there when I got my first iPhone and it was the iPhone four and I believe that was eleven two thousand eleven. Same. Or I've been it says, joined
0: in November of two thousand eleven.
1: Yeah, mine was eleven or twelve. I'm not a hundred percent sure on the actual time frame, but I'm I I really started following The Rock on there. Like back like it was shortly uh after he came back to uh Monday Night Raw, I do believe. He made his uh his I was watching it live. At the prison, and it was, uh, he came back on Valentine's Day of 2000, and I think 10, 10 or 11. It was pretty exciting. And that's shortly after that is when I started getting on Twitter, and he had the whole catchphrase boots to asses or team. And I mean, he's always had team, team bring it, but the boots to asses thing, I, I, I have a shirt or like a tank top. Pretty sweet. But
2: let's start this out. I
1: have a. I had a, I, and I'm not trying to take away from you at all. All right. Wait a second. I'm gonna. Oh, I got to get this off. i'm on 375. Oh. Hang on. Uh oh. Wife's telling them to do stuff.
2: Wife asking to start the oven. All right.
1: Oh, and a buddy he of mine. Bringing, Heather's bringing, take home pizza. Oh. But before I start uh, this off with a story that happened with me this week, my buddy, a buddy that I work with, he's actually the counterpart of where I work in my department. He brought me back from Oklahoma, the new Mountain Dew Hard so Hard Mountain Dews. Yay! I've tried one of them and it was the Baja Blast. I'm waiting to save the one that I hope to be the best for last. So here's a kickoff at the, I'm assuming what would be the original hard Mountain Dew, like if mm-hmm. Mountain Dew was just alcohol based. Yes. So there's that one, and then they can have a watermelon. Yes. And then they have and they have they a have cherry. The Baja Blast, a watermelon, a cherry, which I'm assuming is like Code Red, and then supposed the to be like wire. Code Red. That's. Oh yes. what? And then the Live Wire, Live Wire. You got that's, a Live That's the wire? one I'm hoping to be the best. Yeah, I got a variety pack.
0: Oh, okay. So when I got them, I got them. Gosh, I want to say in the fall of last year, the only thing I can guess is we happened to roll through a gas station that was a uh, a test market because I was the only one who had seen them. But I picked them up. Now I've been they been following since they came
1: out on Instagram. Huh? I've been following Hard Mountain Dew since they released in the very first state on when, Instagram, when, but when I've been waiting. That? COVID 2020. 2019, really? maybe. Okay.
0: Well, last yeah. year I got some here in Missouri, um, but I haven't been able to find them since then. Um, they just was, started selling like, we in Missouri. A gas station. Well, we were just we were driving up to Kansas City, and we stopped at a gas station to to go to the bathroom. And I walk in, and there's this display of hard Mountain Dew, and I'm like, Heather, I have to get a case of this. It's so like it looks amazing. So what's your conclusion instead of here. what you tried?
1: Right. Well, so far, I've only tried Baja Blast. That's the only one I've okay. tried. i am waiting for this to try the other three. So I'll what tell you about that Baja? after I've tried this. Baja Blast, the one thing that I get from it is that, one, it's zero sugar, okay? So yeah. right away, I immediately get the taste of a sort of a diet Baja Blast. Yep,
0: yeah, like an aspartame.
1: A little bit. And then also yeah. another thing is that it's a little flat, which isn't necessarily bad, but it is what it is. Baja Blast isn't my favorite Mountain Dew. My favorite Mountain Dew, however, is the Livewire. Okay?
0: I can't wait to try that because that was not in the ones that I got. That wasn't an option. The Livewire came out in
1: 2022, I think, and then they started to put it in the variety packs. But what the problem is is that Kansas does not sell it yet because they haven't been okay to sell it in the state of Kansas. They sell it right now, I think, in eight states. Missouri was like the fifth state, I think. So you got it around the same time that it came out. But I think the first state they released it in was Illinois or North Carolina. One, one of those and the other parts of the, like, they call it the Midwest. I don't know how they consider Michigan the Midwest. <laughs> the Midwest or Kansas. is basically
0: like, everything from right. the Mississippi to the Rockies.
1: Yeah, and that blows my mind. Like, Oklahoma is not considered the Midwest, but Kansas is.
0: No, almost considered the Midwest. Uh, t- it's called the Mid South, is what it's considered.
1: Well, but when I hear Midwest, I think immediately of like I don't think of Kansas. Like I think of Michigan, uh, Iowa, places like that. Michigan, Michigan is. Yeah, Michigan's, Michigan's is the, in the heart north, of the Midwest, dude. Michigan is in the Midwest, technically. Michigan is in the north. Promise you, I promise you. Google it. Google it.
0: No. Okay. Okay. As far as like locations, Michigan is probably right. considered the furthest edge of the Midwest. But that's my point. Right. Like to your Let's, point. So that's where it uh, Midwest is right. too big of an area. I agree. Michigan oh, yeah. is too far north to be considered Midwest.
1: And I wouldn't disagree with that, but I'm saying like when I hear the <laughs> words Midwest, I don't think of like uh like north nebraska and north dakota at, or south dakota as part of the midwest do you really i don't i mean when i think of it the midwest for me like when i think of it like in my head just because of like when people talk about it i think of illinois iowa um uh missouri missouri is what i would think would be the midwest but they're are they are they considered yeah. the south just like oklahoma no they'd be midwest okay i just wasn't sure like I would, whenever i think of that i think I of everything down.
0: Square. From the panhandle of Texas, uh, I draw it from there up to probably the top of Iowa, and then maybe over to include most of Illinois, and then down to include most of Arkansas, and that's what so I was Kentucky.
1: So was Kentucky, yeah, Kentucky considered is to be the Midwest? Okay, all
0: that, all yeah. that. Tennessee.
1: No. Like when when I think of Tennessee, I think of them as being in the South.
0: No, Tennessee's west, the Midwest.
1: I know, but what? when I see Tennessee in my mind, no. I think of that being in the South. No, it's right above Alabama.
0: Tennessee wouldn't be in the Midwest. It's not. No. We need a map. Kentucky maybe,
1: but Tennessee, Kentucky, Wisconsin, Illinois, Iowa, Michigan, Well, Kentucky Uh,
0: and Tennessee are right right next to each other, top and bottom, so they would both have to be included. Man, I'm going to look at a map now. You got
1: me. Well, here I'm going to test this out. I'm going to test out this original. What would be the original Mountain Dew as a hard Mountain Dew? So hopefully it's better than the Baja Blacks.
2: Very much more like a Mountain Dew. Like
1: yeah. I definitely get it's definitely diety Mountain Dew, which isn't bad because one, you're getting alcohol in the first place. So you don't need to add to all those carbs so for sure.
0: Across the board for me, all of those had that flavor because they're all supposed to be like seltzers. Right. So they're all supposed to be light. So they all kind of had that diet light flavor.
1: But well what I did notice differently about this one versus Baja Blast, when I first took a sip of the Baja Blast, I got a rush of alcohol flavor. Like it was almost like, uh, not necessarily a beer, but this is considered a malted beverage. I do believe, is it not? Sure. Yeah. Like I got that. Like, uh... is
0: it or it is a, is it a seltzer?
1: Well, seltzer is a malted beverage because they can sell oh, it okay. in yeah. like Walmart and stuff like that. So that's why I assumed. Like, you don't see very many alcohols in a can that aren't considered malted beverages, at least right. in, that I've seen. But this one is definitely more. It leans more towards the. Mountain Dew flavor, I guess you could say. So like you get it's it really does taste like a Mountain Dew, but with a little hint of alcohol. But that's
2: the okay. original Mountain Dew. We're, we're, oh, go ahead.
0: I've made my decision. In made my your decision. Yep. <laughs> Ohio, okay. Indiana, Illinois.
2: Okay. Kentucky, Ohio, I sea, do think.
0: Of. Iowa, Missouri, Arkansas, Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma.
1: So South Dakota is not in the Midwest.
0: Mm, I would, I'd maybe throw in South Dakota. I don't know though. South That's Dakota your opinion, not
1: like what the actual map would be. I'd be like curious what, to
0: know what's actually considered the Midwest.
1: They have a they have a separate map that's actually highlighted all of the Midwest. It almost looks like a J going down. The Midwest. What? Like, That's weird. It's like 13, 14 states, man. It's a lot. Like I don't think of all it of is. them being. And like...
0: you're right. Oklahoma is not considered. That's what I thought. I'm looking at the map right now. It's North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, Missouri, Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Michigan, Indiana, Ohio. So it's right. all basically the Midwest is basically mid. It should be called the Midwest, Mid Northwest,
1: right? But like when you think of the, work like, when because you hear you've got the, the Pacific
0: Northwest,
1: right? And what what blows my mind is that how like how can you put Kansas in a part of the map with Michigan, which is like eighteen plus hours away? Like that blows my mind.
0: Yeah, it should be called like the Mid North or something like that, right?
1: I mean, or have Kansas, Nebraska, Oklahoma, and all those states, like Central United States. Just call it that. Yeah, quit, the Central quit, States. But making what it is. So, yes, I do enjoy the original, what would be the original Mountain Dew over Baja Blast so far. Baja Blast is now in second place. Which one do you think is should try for? Should I try what I hope to be the best last? Because I'm not a huge watermelon fan, but I have had, like, good watermelon drinks.
0: Try the cherry next. The cherry?
2: Yes. Maybe I don't have maybe they don't have the cherry. Hold on.
0: If they scrapped the cherry. They scrapped the
1: cherry for live wire.
0: Okay, so let me just say this. They made the right choice. Okay. Uh I heard it cherry, tastes like cough syrup. The cherry was supposed to be code red. It didn't mm-hmm. taste like code red. That's it was
1: disappointing. Okay. So well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with watermelon next. Ladies and right. gentlemen, I'm normally not a watermelon guy. Like, it's very watermelon.
2: I like watermelon. I, I like Jolly Ranchers, bro. If it's a Jolly Rancher flavor, I'll eat it. I'll drink it. That's not bad. Like, it's not too watermelony. Yeah, the watermelon's it's kind of it. weird. I want to know about this live wire, though. I cannot wait to future.
1: try it. Like, hopefully, I don't get lit up here on. On our podcast here. <laughs> All right. So, Livewire. Like, this is the one that, like, I was. St- I love orange soda, but my favorite Mountain Dew by far wait, is Wait, wait, hang
0: Wire. on, hang on, hang on.
1: What? You what?
2: say
0: you love orange soda?
1: I do, I do, I do. Ooh.
2: Is it true? I do. To <laughs> God,
1: honest, Dintchen, man. Shout Shout out, on to yeah. Shout out to you. Ooh, shoutout, Keltman. I saw that they were making a part two of Good Burger.
0: Uh, yeah, and it's gonna be awesome, and I'm gonna watch it, and it's gonna be hilarious.
1: Ooh. Just the smell of this smells like sun Oh, Dude.
2: I haven't had a good live. I haven't had live wine
1: forever. I need. Mean, mm.
2: How is it? Oh, everything it you hoped for. Yeah. It's,
1: it's not. It's. Like yes, like we said before, it's supposed to be no sugar. Yep. But it's it like, doesn't taste like it doesn't taste like fake like fake orange soda. You know what I mean? Like oh, how that good. I can tell I can tell when a diet pop is a diet pop well over regular and it's disgusting. This is not disgusting whatsoever. Good. This could get me in trouble, dude. Whoa. Now is the live wire pop better? That's the question. And yes, that's a hundred percent factual. Like this is good for like a refreshing hot day like we've had this past week, one of the hottest August I think I've ever lived. Are you
0: comparing lived. the Livewire drink with the Livewire beer?
1: No, I'm saying, like, the refreshing part of things. So, like, this oh, is yeah. supposed to be, yeah. like, Live drink Wire cold. Yeah,
0: Livewire itself is going to be more refreshing. But...
1: Oh, yeah. So, my order of operation is Livewire 1. Number okay. 2 is the original Mountain Dew flavor. 3 would be the watermelon, 4 would be Baja Blast. Okay. I think, personally, I think Baja Blast is has almost overshot its course since it strictly used to be at Taco Bell, and now you can get it every summer. I think that's kind of taken away from the nostalgia <laughs> of it.
0: No, I, I think it's just, it's been around for so long that it's, and because it's niche to Taco Bell, it's kind of, you associate it with Taco Bell. So, and, and... I don't know how it is for you, but for me, Taco Bell has a time and place, and it's not all the time and everywhere like it used to be.
1: No, I I definitely enjoyed it more as a younger individual, but like now, it's like it's good for if you're in a pinch, just like McDonald's is. Like I'll eat McDonald's if I'm like hungry or if I'm craving like a good French fry. You you ain't driving
0: there on purpose, like we used to.
1: No, if I have other options. We'll drive there because you have to, but...
2: Or it's open.
0: Yeah, it's open.
1: I do like their Mexican pizza. I will give them that. I do like that. Even though it's nothing Mexican pizza about it, it's just good. But they're... I'm trying to think of what it is that they normally get there. I do like the Doritos Locos Tacos, but Baja Blast, yes, like you said, it's been around way too long, I think. Come up with something new. So how was your week? I mean mine's been oh, long and I'll I'll get into my week after you.
0: You know, it's been a pretty good week. Uh you know, we're we're school started here, so that's been the big thing. We the school started back up. Um Yeah. So the routine, you know what I mean? Like I really like it's weird. I'm not organizationally minded. But I really appreciate what routines do. And so I'm grateful when we get back into the rhythm and the routine of school because it helps regulate my schedule a lot. And I'm grateful for it. So we're sure. back in the routine sure. I just, So that's
1: been I just only like, I never liked waking up early. That was the only part of the routine I didn't like. Fair enough. I mean I think school is good for getting people in a routine for sure, but it wasn't the routine that I wanted. Like if it was a late, like we said before, later in the day, I think my routine would have been a lot more suited for that just yeah, because of you my mean, mental state.
0: You'd have probably been a great student of school
2: to start it at 10. Yeah.
1: But all that, all that really does for me is, is just makes my day go longer because then we had football practice and then we had this uh-huh. and then we had that. But I do I did appreciate the I guess the rhythm and flow. You always knew what to expect and nothing ever changed yeah. really for school unless of bad weather or really no other reason than weather did that change that I ran into
2: anyway. So
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna start my week off by asking you, what is the craziest thing you have ever done being a grown adult? Like spur of the moment thing. Like you had it like you and Heather talked about it, right? Other than adopting kids and also like being parents, right? Like that's pretty bizarre. That's a crazy thing to kind of take in overnight for sure. Right. Sure. What would be the next thing next for you in line that you have done at the spur of the moment, you didn't really necessarily not talk about it or think about it, but it happened and you are like, Oh my God, what did I just do?
0: Um, so that's honestly pretty easy to call. Uh, (laughs) Heather Heather and I were not together yet. Um, We were just kind of friends at the time. But I really, really wanted to do something exciting for my 21st birthday. Um, The problem is I was going to a Christian college. So what most people do for their 21st birthday, I had no desire to do. But I still wanted to do something fun and exhilarating. And so... A couple of months before my birthday, I'm talking to some friends of mine, and uh, we're in our small group with uh, one of my professors at college, and I'm telling them I want to do something exciting for my birthday, and my friend who's in my group says, why don't you ride a bull? And I said, that oh, would be Oh, yeah. So, as it turns out, that friend happens to be a rodeo clown. And the professor, his kids are competitive bronc riders, like championship bronc riders, in the state of Missouri. So, every week, they're in Aurora, which is a town just down the road from Joplin, doing – Basically, practice uh, of bull riding. How do you practice a bull how to riding? Die. Event every week, um, they've got like uh, rounds to it where just bull after bull is brought in through the chute, and a new rider gets on and they go. And so they were like, "Yeah, we can get you out to one of those and get you on a bull." And so Lucas, the the rodeo clown, he gives me all of his gear, so I'm borrowing all of his gear. Doug. Is the professor? His son, Dougie. Um, he's kind of like my hype man. So Lucas gives me the gear. Dougie's kind of just sitting there next to me, coaching me through it, telling me what to do, telling me you know what the rules are about keeping your hand up and stuff like that, uh, and how to how to be safe. Telling me what to do once the bull tosses me, all that stuff, uh, and, and just kind of talking me through everything, right? About halfway through the shoot, my bull is getting pissed off about something and gets underneath the bull in front of him and flips him over. So, like, my bull is causing trouble in the chutes. And I'm just, like, clueless and unaware because, of course, all I'm thinking is, this is going to be fun. This is going to be, like, a cool story to tell everybody. <laughs> so... Everything gets squared away. They get the bull into the chute. I I get up there. Dougie gets me st- gets me positioned, gets uh, me tied up in the rope. And he looks at me before he lowers the mask down on my face, he says, I'm so grateful that you're an idiot and you have no idea what you're doing. I'm like, why? And he goes, because if you <laughs> knew for a second what you were doing, you would not have gotten out on this bull. And he said, hold on for dear life and have fun. <laughs> and at that, They released me and man, it, oh, okay. So first off, let me tell you, their timer had to have been broken. Let me be clear. Okay. Because I was on there for an eternity. Okay. This bull, I was on this bull for an eternity. Now, officially I was on there for 4.1 seconds, but it felt like an eternity. And this bull coming out of the gate, it kicked the first time, and I mean, I went up. It was like hitting a hitting a hitting a like. Do you? There's that hill on like 17th Street out by the hospital. Do you remember?
1: Oh yeah. If you
0: hit that really fat, it was just like that. You hit that hill, boom. Okay, so first got the air. I landed, got balanced. He kicked again, and I got shifted right. Uh, and then it kicked a third time, and and turned as he did it. And that kind of tossed me over to the side of him. Not, like, all the way over to the side, but, like, to his outside hip. And then I had no, like, control over my body weight. And so, at that point, he kicked again, and I just went flying. Like, I mean, he tossed me. I went easily 10, 12 feet in the air, did kind of a front flip and landed on my uh, right hip.
1: Did uh, you have video of this?
0: Back hip area and kind of rolled forward. Popped up, Lucas got between me and the bull, and I kind of hobbled over to the fence, climbed over, got to the ground, and, you know, I was survived, I was okay, I didn't get hurt. I couldn't walk right for like two weeks, but I totally rode a bull for my 21st birthday and survived.
1: Do you have video of this?
0: Okay, so a friend of mine took video of it, but I have no idea where that is. It was on his phone I don't know that he ever sent it to me. So now there's nobody taken
1: with like a, like a flip phone or something. Um,
0: oh yeah. That? It was okay. Not far enough so
1: I did not see that like being where you were going to go with this at all. But like, that is like the craziest thing. Okay. Now granted, <laughs> you did not have life altering effects. Thank God afterwards. Yeah, I, I was like not you could have died.
0: Time, so that's how I got away with it.
1: Like you could have died for sure.
0: Oh yeah, Absolutely.
1: Like that's nothing that I would ever like have to sit there and think about, like I have a pretty good uh sturm no in life, <laughs> but uh, I have gone bungee jumping, and that has been like one of those like uh this I could die like but again, like we could die getting into a car, right, yeah, but where I'm going with this is that my week right Jamie and I, as of last week, you and I when we were recording. We it was just her and I under the roof, right? Her and I, the house that, that you know of being your aunt's old house. Just her and I. After that, like literally as we were recording, Jamie was on her way back. Uh we had we both have had uh two family members who needed to rehome dogs. Okay. Well, so to make that part of the long story short is is that we were no longer dog people, but as of saturday uh last week at i think 10 p.m you and i were, or her and i were both dog people with dog number one okay whoa less than 24 hours later we became dog people to two dogs okay and to, i'm gonna i'm gonna use this as a description for uh kind of to give you a quicker idea of how it is like one of these dogs is a six-month-old, a six or eight-month-old, short-haired uh, cotton ball, right? I, I don't even know what it is, but it's an expensive dog. Like, this is a thoroughbred something, right? It almost looks like, it's got, like, almost like the fur of a poodle, but it's not a poodle. So, anyway, that's, that's dog number one. 24 hours later, we got another dog who is eight years old, okay? She is... Like she don't have a care in the world, okay. So to make this easier for listeners and for you to understand, like here's my here's what I've gone through the past week, right? Sa- Saturday night we had just her and I in here. We have no kids together, but come Sunday we both had allowed Charlie Sheen and and uh, Martha Stewart move into our house, okay? Charlie and not just regular Charlie Sheen. I'm talking Tiger's Blood Charlie Sheen. This dog is. On drugs, I swear to God. This
2: is the The dog is up.
1: Yes, the eight month old. If if Charlie Sheen was eight months and a puppy, that would be tigers, tiger blood. Charlie (laughs) Sheen, right? He's up and down, left and right. If you get up, he gets up. If you go to the bathroom, he's going to the bathroom with you. This dog is venturing out to find out. He's only lived eight months, so he doesn't know much in life. But like, if I was to call this dog something other than what he's called, I would name him Charlie Sheen. Speak, and he's he's always trying to hump and he's always trying to hump Martha Stewart, right? Or other <laughs> the other dog. Always trying to hump her. But Martha Stewart, she's the calmest dog I have ever seen in my entire life. Like if I was to tell you to describe this dog as being Martha Stewart, this is if Martha Stewart got into Snoop Dogg Stash. Like that's how <laughs> calm this dog is.
0: So this is this is Martha uh post after prison. You know, post prison time. Yeah
1: post prison time. Cool Chill as a cucumber. Gotcha. She's literally sitting right next to me, sleeping. Right, like she does not Martha care about anything her. in the world.
3: Gotcha.
1: <laughs> Granted, this Martha Stewart does not cook. Unfortunately, she. I have to make her food for her. But that was literally my week in a nutshell. The dog, the puppy, does not sleep past six a.m. My dude. alarm goes off at my first alarm goes off at five forty-five ish, and. He's right there to back it up if I don't get up. He's right there barking. I'm up at 5.50, 550 no later than that. Oof. So, yeah, that's that, that's been my week. Yeah, so we're dog people now. Wow.
0: That's a huge transition for you, man. In less than 24 hours. You no haven't kids. had a dog since.
1: Uh... Molly. when that was yeah. uh, 2018 or 19. Yeah, We we had to put down Dean in the summer of the same year that we put Molly down. And Molly, we had to put down the Saturday after Thanksgiving. But to go from zero dogs to two dogs in a matter two of 24 dogs. hours is the craziest thing I have ever done in my entire life. Like, I will make this statement and stick to it. I think it's easier, and I'm not saying this as a way that, uh, to, to da- da- dish parents or anything like that, okay? So if you were to Compare a child or a baby to a dog or a puppy. I would assume that it would be easier to find somebody to watch your child than your dog. Okay, like how do I explain to if I, if I need somebody to watch my dog? How do I explain to her like you gotta watch Charlie Sheen? Like it's the dog is not gonna stop pumping you or your leg or your dog's. He's just gonna he's literally gonna be Charlie Sheen,
0: bro. People are way more gracious with pets than they are babies. Trust me. I don't it's know, gonna be man. It's going easy like, for you to find pet
1: sitters. I don't know, man. Like, to explain to somebody, like, this is how my dog, granted, he doesn't, he has not potty, uh, he hasn't, he potted in the house once, and that was because he got excited when we were taking care of this older dog who has not potted like, in the house at all. So, like, that's the only thing he has going for him. Other than that, he is a crazy '80s uh, Rat Pack type dog. It's the the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. He he's not like he doesn't know his name. Like that's bizarre <laughs> to me. Eight months old, you don't know your name? Come on now. Oh, uh, this is funny. Put your pants on and get on with the day, man. Come on. And he barks at every little thing. Wait. Here's the wind blowing. Oh, <sighs> Bobby and Jamie have two dogs now. <laughs>
2: Yeah. yeah
0: but bobby has two dogs
1: now i had two dogs before this but like to go from zero to two is asinine don't ever do it. if you're listening and you <laughs> are contemplating getting a dog get two martha stewart's don't don't shoot for don't, shoot for don't get two martha get two martha stewart type dogs eight years old doesn't have a care in the world and she appears to be high on marijuana. I'm gonna and she's calm going to have to this a...
0: episode, Charlie Sheen and Martha Stewart, right?
1: I don't know. We'll, we'll see where it goes with this. <laughs> but to sum up my week, that's literally how it is. And I hope I did, a good, a, a, I hope I did enough justice for what I've actually been through. I took a 20-minute a power nap before I came on here, went and grabbed, a, grabbed something to eat, and then came on. Like, my neck hurts because I was sleeping on a love seat. To make it to where a dog didn't wake up and hear yeah. me get up. Like, yeah. If this dog hears you get up, he's up. He's done. He's So be done. it. Let him be up. I don't want him because it's constantly, no, don't hump, don't hump Martha. Or don't hump M- Molly. Her her name I need to really <laughs> tell you what their names are. His name is Yogi, okay? Crazy name. And the 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 dog that's like Martha Stewart, her name is Lucy. Lucy? So I hope I did justice by explaining to you with Hollywood, like, crazy people to give you an idea of what it's like to have a puppy and a geriatric dog. (laughs)
2: That's funny.
1: So, did you ever finish what you were saying? Because you had said that uh, school started. Now, when when you say school started, did your youth group and everything start too, or do you still have a couple weeks for that?
0: No, I've still got a couple of weeks. We kind of slowly on-ramp once school starts. I take a week to train my volunteers, and then we do a week where we do kind of a launch event. Like, we're going to do a big blacklight party here at the church, so that's how we're going to kick off our youth group event.
1: Like a holy rave or something?
0: Yeah, basically. Yeah.
1: Dope.
0: Jesus well,
2: rave. I've we're been getting
0: dodge blacklight dodgeball. And...
1: Oh, that's cool. I have a pretty cool game that I just got. It's called a uh, Pop Darts. Have you ever heard of it? Yes. I have I just actually. got it. Did yeah. You? I just got the I I didn't yeah, play well, that. Jamie is not a competitive person at all whatsoever. So I figured I could start small. This you can play literally sitting down at home, and all you do is you place this like it's almost like cornhole, but Yeah, I saw but it. But no sam I mean it's I just got it in the mail yesterday, so we'll see how it goes. And you can play it literally in a hotel room if you wanted to. Let so. me know when you hit your first uh,
0: stacker or whatever it's called. Oh,
1: yeah. I think they call them like a, we, we, a whip, like something weird, like a whip, weeble wobble or something like that. Yeah,
0: Wibble wobble. Or, yeah, I don't know. But let me know when they you hit your first one. Name. those look cool. Like, I've been following them on TikTok. I think I want a set, too. They look, It looks fun.
1: Yeah, I got a pro set, and this we got cool. Yerple. This awesome and... is what it's cool. It's a little dark going. Um, It's cornhole darts. That's the best way to describe it. Um,
0: And and the goal is to get it to land on a surface, and then you're trying to – it's kind of like a bocce ball in that sense. Uh, Yeah,
1: you roll the ball and you have a target. You get
0: your center spot, and then you're trying to get the closest to it. And you can actually, the way these work, you can actually get them to land on top of each other and stack. And you get a lot of points for that.
2: It looks cool. I want to play it. You were cutting out,
1: Josh. You were oh, cutting sorry. out a little bit, so I'm assuming you were just describing to her like the I was, explain, yeah, I was describing explanation basically. of the game.
0: So. and for anybody else that's listening, you know, free promo for Pop Darts. Uh, it looks cool.
1: Yeah, I got the so. Pro Pack, and it I uh, got the yearful and like the blue green color, and they have a different name for it. It's like nice. tie dye. Bring type. It to, uh, bring Pop-Tarts.
0: it to the November show. We'll play.
1: For sure. I mean, it's very yeah. easy to... That's another reason why you could take it anywhere with you. It's not yeah. going to pack anything. But, on the side of that, like, not only did I get a game, but, like, I've really been digging in, like, I've been reading about, and this is usually during my toilet time, my and tink time. <laughs> I've been reading, like, a lot of conspiracy theories, and I only do it just, just to see how, cra- other, how crazy other people are. Uh-oh. Like, I'm not saying that none of it's not true or anything like that but I had a question for you about one of the conspiracies and I wanted to know how you felt about it more rather than what you think about it. Like how you actually feel as a person of somebody who appreciates science and space travel and stuff like that. I just wanted to know what your input was, right? Okay. Like when you hear somebody say like they didn't believe that the moon landing was real, like what is the first thought that runs through your head?
0: The first thing that runs through my head is what it's not It's here's the thing I understand the logic behind the conspiracy theory I do same here it's just not reasonable to me what's the announcement I understand the stubbornness of the American spirit way stronger than I understand the deceitfulness and here's the thing I don't think we, Alexa, stop. <laughs> Sorry. For those uh, listening,
1: this is, her name is Alexa, and she's now on the Chubby Buddies podcast.
0: She's listening in and is gonna get me put on a watch list. I think.
1: Right. <laughs> I don't know. We're talking about the people that don't believe in the moon landing.
0: It's, no, but like, like I understand the logic behind it because there. It was a race, you know, it is, it is a, it is a a power move. It is a, it is us showing that we are technologically superior to the Russians. So we did have motivation to do it, but here's the thing. I understand the drive of the American spirit, the ingenuity and the brilliant freaking minds. Like if you took a half second to understand how brilliant the people are, that are on staff at NASA, like the the calculations alone, like to me, what what blows me away is that people don't understand that what we accomplished with the moon landing is so much of a, a testament to the American, to the human spirit, but specifically to the American spirit of
2: innovation, uh, the technology on your phone far surpasses the technology used to land
0: on the moon.
1: Like, okay. And close. So I guess to really kind of counter that, and I'm not trying to debate with you because I, I believe we landed on the moon, right? I've got no reason not to believe it. I've got more reason not to believe it than to believe that the moon landing didn't happen. If that makes sense. Yeah. So like, Everything that you run into, like say that you were to just Google it, you're going to run into so many things. One of those things being... You run into the
0: flag, you run into the gravity, you run into all sorts of stuff. Atmosphere questions.
1: Yep. And then you run into what I assume to be a very aged uh, astronaut who landed on the moon. Then we both know uh, who I'm talking about. Like this guy is fairly old, (laughs) but you see a video of him saying that it never happened. Like, you literally, I mean, granted, it could have been, it could have been like video edited or whatever. Now, I don't know whether or not this was recorded and if it was true, but I, I saw seven videos of him saying, Well, I'll tell you why we've never been back because we never went in the first place. It was all staged. Like, this was literally him saying it. Now, I don't know if this was at all edited or anything like that. I didn't do that much deep of a dive. But one of the questions that came across. Is why haven't we ever been back? Like, what, how would you justify that? Would it be money? Would it be, oh, that's an easy, that's an easy. We won, like, we won the race. So, why,
0: yes, it was about showing superiority, and we did it. There wasn't a need to go beyond that. And they could have plans to actually go again. Specifically, here's what I'll tell you what the reason why is because we had so many failures post uh, the moon landing. Specifically with all the failures that we had, um, the the biggest ones obviously would be the Columbia oh, the and the um, – come on, really?
1: Oh, the, well, uh, the Colum- Columbia and um, – it starts with They're an I. Not- the other one starts with an I. No. One that blew up?
2: Yes, both of them.
1: I thought one was Columbia. The other one started with an I. No, didn't uh, start with an I.
0: Independence
2: didn't start with
0: an I. Um, hang on. Challenger. Challenger. Yep.
1: That's what it is. Okay.
0: The Challenger mission. I beat the nerd. (laughs) I brain fogged, man. Don't judge me. I don't judge. But yeah, that's. I mean, uh, that's the
1: number one question.
0: That's, that, to me, is the answer. And, and the truth is, in hindsight, it wasn't a bad thing
2: because – sorry. Let me be clear.
0: Those accidents were a bad thing. It's heartbreaking. But right. the failures and the fact that NASA lost a lot of its funding ended up not being a bad thing because out of that, you had the creation of SpaceX. Uh, Blue Origin, and you have the commercialization of space travel. And so what you really have is the next step of space travel. Because truly, what reason does the government have for space exploration?
1: Oh, well, I guess that ties into the other conspiracy that I was reading about. And this is, I think, probably more of the uh, more of the least possible like i would say least possible of the of the conspiracies like i think it's least likely that this conspiracy is true than any of them that has to do with space and that would be that our government is controlling the weather and they use uh what they call as harp i think it's like h-a-a yeah and they have a satellite on one of mars's moons or something like that that and our Doppler radar systems are the actual mother or like the hubs of where we would send this code to that satellite and it would push the storm away or bring one in or whatever. That's another one that I guess that would be the one to justify that question if somebody wanted to throw one at your way. I'm not doing that, but that's yeah, another if we're one. i we
0: talking control of our own planet, then sure, you've got justification, but that doesn't justify space travel. Right. And that's kind of my point. Government really doesn't have a justification for space travel. Commercial does. Tourism, resource management, um, gosh, research—all of those things are driven not by government but by commercial properties. Yeah. So the creation of SpaceX, huh?
2: like creation of SpaceX, Blue
0: Origin, things like that ultimately expand space travel um and because of that ultimately we ended up getting the space force and nasa got more of its funding back and now we've got um the the james webb uh telescope that's giving us all sorts of great data and pictures and
1: good content i mean that 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 large camera scares the hell out of me, only because I've seen Armageddon and like I don't want to know when the end is coming. Like I don't want to know this, and I think that that's going to take really like honestly, it's going to take too good of a picture to let me know what's going to kill me. Like that's like the most bizarre camera I've ever seen for it. Like that's literally the most techiest of tech in the world. Like it's like how are we how would we not like, if we, aliens were real? How is that camera not found it? That's that's a good one. Unless they're so, here, like we've said before.
0: Speaking of not seeing it coming, we almost got hit by an asteroid yesterday.
1: I saw that. I saw that in a. Uh, like I've said before, I don't click on clickbait. I try not to, so I don't know whether or not it's true or like just like sports, like sports news and stuff. I, I yeah. every time I click on, it, I become disappointed because it's not actually what it means. There's so, so much I don't bait want to click out there. <laughs> right so like when somebody say we almost got hit it's like okay how did we almost get hit and not get hit like they're not going to go into that much detail like I'd rather know how we almost didn't get hit versus how we almost got hit
0: well we almost got hit and we didn't see it coming because it was coming from
2: the direction of the sun ooh that's
1: gonna turn that flash off man
0: <laughs> <laughs> it rolled pa- it was past our hair and we were like huh
1: What was that? Aliens are throwing rocks, man. Bro,
0: it's getting spicy around here.
1: Well, I will tell you this. Like how you said uh, it's for commercial travel and like, uh, I guess, like pretty much for sightseeing almost now. I'm going to choose your bull riding over going to space any day of the (laughs) week. I'm just saying. Like, I would much rather die here on Earth knowing that I, I stayed on Earth and I didn't pay... Like that submarine, like that's one of those types of trips that I'm not willing to make to risk my life. I'd
0: rather go into space than I would a submarine.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, that is space. It's space on Earth, right there. Like that's not the that's the scary. I no. think I think the ocean is the scariest thing on the planet. Like nothing comes close. Oh,
0: absolutely, for sure. There's nothing. Mo- there's literal the monsters
1: ocean. down there, and you can't. And we don't know. I think we we've, we've barely seen forty percent of the ocean. If that I mean space, granted, like we can only see so much of that, but like that's a little like there's not monsters out there that we've ever seen. We've seen the monsters in in the ocean.
0: You want you want me to mess with you, Bobby? One of the things that I love with the James Webb, they just took a picture uh at what's the best way to describe it? At what they believe is the center of the universe, or at least in the distance of where they could measure what they believe is to be the origins of the universe, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: They take
0: a picture into this space, and do you know what they find? A black hole. No. Worse? What They find galaxies and stars that shouldn't exist there. They find things that are thousands of years old that shouldn't exist in that space. So See, it's totally right messing up all understanding
1: me. of... What? Right. I mean, that right there just shows me that there's just that much more evidence. There's a possibility that there's other life forms outside of us. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. But it, it says to me that, like, we are fooling ourselves if we think we really understand how we got here. And, like, I love science and I believe wholeheartedly in it. But you cannot put all of your stock in that we are millions of years old sorry the data i'm not i'm not saying i believe in a young earth theory but i'm saying like the concept that we're created out of nothing makes zero Mm -hmm. sense to me like
1: well really there's no good like there's all everything that we hear is just an opinion and it's just a possibility like there's a possibility for anything like that's, well, the, that's all the logic the, that's and the all the science data shows of it.
0: the logic and the science right. of it indicates more design than it does accidental chance. That's the point. Like you don't look at an right. iPhone and think, wow, how did that randomly grow here after a thousand years? You think who made this?
1: Right. And the one person that I guess I've listened to that, like he, he, he doesn't, he doesn't say that, anything's not true but he also doesn't say that this isn't possible he just gives you an idea um, but the only person that I've really ever listened to him went like I like his input on this and his I guess reasoning for to believe this is possible would be uh, I think his name is uh, something Carlson and he I guess he, he talks highly on the driest impact theory are you familiar with who I'm talking about
2: not Brad is Brad first name. It's uh, Randall Carlson. Maybe. Do you know the Do you know anything about the driest impact theory? Mm-mm. Nothing at all. Wow! Not off the top of my head. I'd have to look it up.
1: Hmm. Let me see what his name. Is. I think it's Randall Carlson. Would you go away, guys? But I mean, dogs. Oh. Home of the Master Builder, bringing the gap between archaic systems of knowledge and modern science. Cosmographia, podcasts, sacred geometry. Like, he's just fun to listen to. And his name is Randall Carlson. I mean, I'm not saying that what he's saying is true. It's just, it's fun to listen to somebody who says that there's so many possibilities and he's not counting any of them out. because he said that there's no way for us to actually know unless we were here when it all happened. Like I would say that is there a possibility for God? A hundred percent. Is there a possibility for this? Yeah, sure. But like he doesn't count anything out. And that's what I appreciate is that he's not putting any other part of science down. Cause you have those people that are like, Oh, th- that person's dumb because there's not enough evidence for this. And that like, I don't appreciate that only because like, it's not, letting that opinion, I guess, surface to let people question it.
0: Yeah, you're going to find that everywhere, though, man. Like, it, right? There's logical fallacies and arguments that need to be called out. And right. we live in a culture and a time where you can't call people dumb, and that really doesn't make sense because some ideas are dumb and need to be challenged. Right. Uh, and And we can't have a culture that doesn't allow that stuff to be
1: challenged. So... I- and it's not that it shouldn't be challenged. I just don't think that it shouldn't not be heard. Like some of those, like some of the people that you hear on there are saying, Oh, he's not worth the, like let, let some people hear it and let them choose like whether or not yeah, it's fake sure. or whether or not it's factual or not. Like just let it at least be heard. I mean, it's, at least it was a thought, at least they're thinking outside the box, whether or not it's true or not. At least they're like, kind of, I mean, like we said, so, we're not curious enough, like in the last that episode. That line
0: of logic doesn't work though, Bobby. Like, you can't justify just because of thinking outside of the box that it's okay. Man,
1: like No, I'm saying like just thinking like just thinking in general, being being curious about something, like let's sure. like let their curiosity come to surface and like let them think it out. And then to let extent. somebody else try to debate. I mean, with them.
0: I don't think you would say that about a kid wanting to find out different ways to torture animals. Like you wouldn't tell them, no. Hey, let your curiosity flow. Well, come on so now. Let's just stick like, with the science here. Let's stick limit. with science here. Well, but the, my point being is there's a limit to this stuff and, and culturally we live in yeah, a but time the stuff where we're, is, but the we're stuff very accommodating. Right.
1: And, people. and like what you have said though, like the stuff that's asinine and shouldn't really necessarily yeah. be heard gets challenged usually right away to where like you and I probably wouldn't even hear about that theory. And that's sure. fine what i'm saying like the ones that we've heard of and the ones that we can actually kind of relate back to are the ones that like actually have enough evidence to justify saying hey this is possibly a route that we could take a look at it. and that's the only thing that's really gotten me into science is one neil degrasse tyson and just those other people that have different thoughts about like the way that either like the the pyramids were built and oh yeah dude. how space is i mean how space is never going to be figured out like we we're, we're much older than we could ever imagine it's just bizarre, like how, like, one thought obviously isn't enough, because that right there isn't good enough for, even even a scientist needs more than one thought to go off of. Oh, sure. Just to start from it, so. I don't know. I, I just, got, I got into this conspiracy thing, and I was reading a bunch of stuff. I probably shouldn't do it, but it's fun. Makes the time pass, that's for sure.
0: It's funny you say that. What's your favorite lost, conspiracy um, theory? My favorite conspiracy theory?
1: So not oh, okay, oh. not necessarily favorite conspiracy. What's your favorite one to find new information about, and like other, I guess, possibilities to either support or debunk this conspiracy? Kind of like how everybody thinks that Kennedy is like one of the most in like it's probably, one of the most twisted for
2: sure.
0: Probably probably the Mandela effect, just because I've got enough personal experiences with it that i'm like i swear there's something to this
1: now would that be considered a conspiracy or is that an actual like scientific effect that they've actually classified it's it's,
0: it's argued here's the conspiracy element the conspiracy is that we actually that it was actually this way and that people have gone back and edited it and are now trying to convince people that it was never that way so great example for me. I swear
2: it was the Berenstein Bears.
3: This the bear, Berenstein,
0: the, the Berenstein Bears.
1: And what's because the I now? Always, what's the actual? I guess i've I haven't followed any of the Mandela effect at all. Okay, so the Mandela so effect
0: like, is essentially this: Nelson Mandela was a leader. God, I'm gonna butcher this. He was a leader, South Africa. I think maybe. Um, South which, Africa. Yes, I'm sorry,
1: because that was the uh, soccer. But he was a political leader.
0: Yeah. yeah, political leader who was in prison, uh, and who became, who was released from prison, and eventually became leader of his country. At some point, when he became leader of the country, people freaked out because they were like, "Wait a minute! I thought Nelson Mandela died while he was in prison." And so there was a whole group of people that were under the impression that Nelson Mandela was dead and gone. So the Mandela effect is this is this like massive group
1: like your brain your brain is playing tricks on you like making yeah, hypnosis you think something
0: or misunderstanding or whatever it is and it's that groups of people say no we were sure it was this and like are all in agreement about it. So the the bear's one that I was referring to. Children's book, little kid's book that we all read.
2: Right. But the family of bears. Okay. I vividly
0: remember the last letters being S T E I N because it reminded me a lot of Albert Einstein. And so I always pronounced it Berenstein.
1: Um, but it's the Bear Stain Bears?
0: Yeah, but apparently it's the Berenstein S T A I N.
1: So. I mean, I remember the – because I remember they be there being books, but they also had, like, a cartoon type thing or, mm-hmm. like, a animated cartoon. Yeah, a little, like, PBS now, I don't show. remember. Yep. I can't say that I remember, like, which one or the other is the way to pronounce it, but, like, I could see, like, how it could definitely be mixed up. Kind of like how the, the Monopoly guy – did the Monopoly guy ever Monopoly, have a yeah, monocle? Did he have a monocle? Yeah. And he didn't. But people believed he did. But, I mean <laughs> –
2: You can definitely see why people would think he would.
1: Hey, I mean, the Mandela effect to me, like, I think that, like, I mean, when I hear that, like, because I've heard tons of people talk about it, when I think of it, I think of it almost being like Murphy's Law or something like that. Like, what can go wrong, or what can happen will happen. Like, a lot of people mix that up with, uh, like, what a lot of people say, what... Or, what's the, what, what is the biggest way that people have like defined Murphy's Law? They always say it's what, what can go Murphy's wrong, will, was, go wrong what can go go actual... will go
2: wrong. And that's
1: not the actual. I thought Murphy's Law was what can happen will happen. No. And people mix can it up go wrong, because. Will go wrong is Murphy's Law. So, what did they say in Interstellar? Like, he said that it's not what can go wrong, it says what can happen will happen. And that's why he named his daughter Murph. And that's what he said in the movie. Like he said it's not what can go wrong will go wrong, it's what can happen will happen. Is it? No. That's what I that's that's what Interstellar granted that could be the Hollywood thing doing that because of it being yeah, a movie. But lost, like, anything that
0: can go wrong will go wrong. But if you and watch at the Interstellar worst
1: possible time. But in Interstellar he kind of redefines it as is what can happen will happen. Is what mm, he is. Sure he why does. he tells his daughter. That's so I just didn't know if that was actually. I didn't of, know if that was hey, actually. Maybe you
0: can just change words around. Because he's cool. And that's like fine. That. But like, oh, I, I don't just didn't know, know if that, that
1: was actually what Murphy's law was. But when I hear the Mandela effect, I think of it as being something like Murphy's law. Like it's, it's something in a book that you can read about, and it's actually justified to be considered like a part of science. Like why we think the way we do.
0: I I, I would be curious to know what the scientific like what the psychological reason is for it. Cause I'm sure there's a psychological reason for it.
1: Well, I think it's, I mean, if, if you think about it, like the, the longer we go on being alive and like, we see more stuff on TV or on our phones or on video games or in movies and stuff like that. Like it's all it's doing is giving us information into our brains and us being human, we can only hold so much information. So we have to pull some of that information out to make room for this new information. So I wonder if like somewhere along the line, we're almost like playing, like uh, deja vu with ourselves like oh that sounds very familiar i wonder if it is that like it's almost like a deja vu type thing but i don't know i always thought that the conspiracy theory was always fun to read about but but i would say that my favorite one to read about and like kind of like go against like what a lot of people say is i don't know uh people consider it to be i'm a conspiracy theorist and that's not it i just think it's fun to read about how Like terrible, our government is like the MK Ultra thing. Like blows my mind. That's
0: not even, bro. I'm not even certain that that's conspiracy theory at this point. Well, like no, I'm saying recognizing the nature of your government,
1: right? And I'm saying MK Ultra. Like now, I'm not that. That itself is not a conspiracy. It's the stories around it that came out of MK Ultra, like the Manson family. That's crazy.
0: Uh, not just Manson, freaking right. Uh, the Oklahoma our City army, bomber. our
1: military. Yes. Oklahoma
0: City bomber was part of MK Ultra.
1: No, not Oklahoma City. He was the Unabomber. The Unabomber was a right. part of MK yeah. The Ultra.
0: Unabomber Ted Kaczynski, not yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah no. Now it's not the it's not the MK Ultra. That's the conspiracy. It's the stories around it the people who were a part of it that we found out later down the road who were a part of it. Like that's what I find interesting.
0: Yeah, that's what's crazy though. It's like all the stories yeah. coming out of that. Like how much of that do you believe is uh conspiracy? How much do you think's real?
1: And that's and that's why I enjoy reading about it. Not because I'm a conspiracy theorist, but because the possibilities are endless when it comes to not only our government, but any nation's government. Like what they are what they have control of is what really kind of blows my mind. Like we as the United States say that like, our government works for us, but do yeah. they I mean, yeah. come on now. So MK question. Ultra just MK Ultra is just like when I, I when I first heard about it was in college, but I had no idea. The man, like, have you ever heard of the book called Chaos? It's about a guy that goes into the like how deep he can go into like the studies of MK Ultra and also the Manson family. It's literally oh. how the Manson oh man, it's creepy. I read I read half the book and I took it back to the library just because at that time I had a library card. I just haven't bought it yet. But I read half of the book and it is intense, dude. This guy took oh. they they wanted him to finish it in five years and it took him almost twenty to finish it. It's It's crazy. Pretty good read if you ever get a chance. So, I just wanted to know your thoughts on conspiracies. I just just didn't know if you ever fed into them or if you went down like a You remember Dad's like
0: a conspiracy nut. Like he loves all the conspiracies. So I was always kind of anti-conspiracy. Um, as I got older, older, I think that's just my naivety that wants to believe there's not conspiracies. I think it's um a little bit more.
1: How do you feel about JFK? now versus when we learned about it
0: uh, like, do you have any different
1: it. feelings or thoughts like or after you saw the movie there, uh dude, i've
0: seen like we've been down there we've seen the space it doesn't like there's nothing about that story that makes sense that it was a single shooter
1: right and that's where like the mk ultra ties into it is that they were trying to say that uh, lee harvey oswald was a part of the mk ultra set like Might that was been. another like one of those. I was like, "What?" Might have been. I don't dude. know. I just like doing. It's it's. It makes me feel like I'm a part of National Treasure, and Nicolas Cage is like my like. Yeah. I'm, Like backing him up, and I'm like, like I dig na- the movie National Treasure for me was such a. They could have gone to the ends of the world with how many of of those like episodes they could have done. Did you watch one, the... two, three, four, and five?
0: Do you watch the series TV series I've not that came the
1: series, so. Netflix or Disney Plus? No, you you told me about it and then I just haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet.
0: It's okay. I haven't watched it either. Uh it doesn't I mean, it's got the young guy, Nick, was that his name?
1: No, what was the young guy's name? The one the one from Hangover. The one from Hangover. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know his name.
0: It's got him in it, um, but I don't think it has Nick Cage or the girl.
1: So and that's fun. I mean, I enjoyed yeah. the movies for what they were. You can only enjoy oh, yeah, something absolutely. for what they are. Like just to just to get your imagination sparked with something like the possibility is what I really it, enjoy about fun, it. It's fun, man. Everybody needs a good
0: adventure. Oh, yeah. Everybody like and the notion of yeah. of digging through American history and there being a secret treasure there like that's a cool idea.
3: That's a oh, fun for
1: video. sure. Would I? Would I waste money to go venture it out? Probably not.
2: No, so I got one more conspiracy theory. And it's, oh, go ahead. I don't hey, even know that it's a conspiracy
0: clients. theory, but, like, it's the theory that ancient uh, ancient civilizations had technology that we don't even realize they had access to. I'm on board with that one. I I, I would
1: argue that it can't I think be ancient, I wouldn't I think say ancient,
0: that. It... I think ancient civilizations had uh, had access to electricity.
1: One hundred percent. I mean, Your they've got proof. I've been watching. And, uh, charged... I've been watching ancient. I think it was called Ancient Aliens. Like yep. I've been watching that documentary on Netflix. Like there's nothing to show that they didn't have technology. Like like you said, they have those uh, batteries that were made out of like uh, basin jar type things. Jars and, and stuff like,
0: like that that had metal cores and things like that. Indians,
1: Indians, Indians who came out well after these people had had technology. Now, whether or saying, not it was,
0: when you say Indians, no, are you referring to Native Americans?
1: Native American, Native Americans. Okay. I'm sorry, not not Indians. Not, thank you. Come again, Indians. Not, I'm not people like, from uh, India, but yes, people, people from, from the plains of the United States. They had technology. Now, whether or not that technology was anything that we would use today, probably not. But well, for and what of course, they were when we say technology,
0: doing, we're not saying electronics. We're saying right assistive devices that enable work to become easier like
1: technology right, or life 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 in general to be easier so yep. that could be tools that could be uh i mean eating e- eating utensils that could yep. be anything Any that every, all anything that is invented anything that is invented is technology i can't anything invent, designed so I to
0: change life's structure and format 100%, i 100
1: percent believe that to be true i believe that just just enough evidence, and the evidence for me is the pyramids. That right there tells me we had so much technology back then that it's, you can't deny it at all. What's crazy, opinion.
0: though, is
2: realistically, the only possible way
0: is just massive amounts of slave labor.
1: Right. It's the only I mean, way they the... could
0: accomplish so much in so little of time
1: and look how many people Genghis Khan killed. Stuff. Like, Genghis Khan had his, I, they said at one time he's killed the most, his, I don't know if if they say it was all tied to him, but they say it, during his time he killed enough people to change the footprint of today's society just because of the amount of people that he enslaved, killed just because or whatever. Like, slave labor is, has been around since day one, man. Like, oh. It's it's a sad it's a sad but true fact like reality of you, human I mean, nature by it. Yeah. yeah but to say that technology is like they didn't have it like that, that's almost calling yourself uh it's taking away too much credit for ourselves like
0: yeah it's it's giving ourselves way too much credit as like yeah. a current generation As a human
1: society yeah yeah and i mean all that is is just it's gloating for no reason because what if you like you and i could not build the pyramids with the technology we have today now,
0: we stand on the shoulders of thousands of years of generations
1: yeah like, like there's no like i give every bit of credit for those people that were around during that time because we wouldn't have the cell phone if that wouldn't if those people weren't around
0: like i have ancestors who knew how to harvest i don't know how to harvest but my Hell ancestors no. i don't did. want to
1: harvest either <laughs> I mean, you got people out in a field using like mules and stuff to harvest, and now you got big ass tractors. Do you know why you have those big ass tractors? Because they retired, they're using mules, bro. Exactly. Mules mules no.
2: get hurt and get limped. And yeah. Lame. And they, I
1: mean, die. they get die. Sick. You have to get new ones. Yeah.
0: Tractor, you just replace yeah. its part and it's up and running again.
1: I could have my own podcast just to like sit here and like talk about conspiracies and like how I like. The, the only conspiracy that kind of blows my mind that, like, people, they don't just throw it out there, but they kind of, like, say it loosely, and it kind of, it's kind of like, you, I mean, you have enough, you have enough people on this earth that can say that this is not possible, and that is flat earthers, right? Oh, yes! How many pilots do you know, Josh? I know two in particular. I I personally know three people that have their pilot's license better
0: yet there you go you yourself can go do the math man they've been able to do this math for so long to calculate that the earth is round like it's not hard Uh,
1: but not only is that a conspiracy that's you have conspiracies based on that that we live in this globe it's bizarre (sighs) man and I'm not throwing them under the bus. It's okay if they, if this is their national treasure to believe that, then that's fine. Totally, go for it, shoot for it. But I think enough is enough when it comes to like you. I mean, is there justifications for believing it? Sure, but there's just as much, if not way more, to justify that there. It's round, bro. So one of one the pilots earlier, being
0: one of the earliest proofs for it is a mathematician who recognized at a certain point of the year that the sun was perfectly overhead of his well uh, and and cast all the way straight down, no shadow, right? And so what he did is he arranged for his friend who lived like a 100 miles away to measure on the exact same day the sun's angle and the shadow that it casts. So that he could calculate, based off of what his was doing and what the shadow was doing in his place, he could calculate over 100 miles what the curvature of the earth was based off of how the shadow cast in his place versus how it cast 100 miles down Just up
1: 100 miles? That's crazy.
0: It's it's because the math just it all adds up. I mean, you know, a circle right. is a perfect circle. So you you measure out a fraction of it, you can get that measurement, and then go all the way around.
1: Right, because when you think about it, a hundred miles for our Earth is not anything. It's no, because what is a, it uh? on the map? It's literally a, the size of a a cuticle, like if that, like a hundred miles is nothing. So like to to be able to do the math for that, like math has to be perfect.
0: Yeah, Earth is Earth is seven thousand nine hundred twenty-six miles across. That's its diameter.
1: Well, di- uh is that, diameter? Yeah, okay. I was like, yeah, that's its diameter. Say Almost across, eight thousand miles. You might get miles. the flat Earthers, the flat so Earthers, 100, come you, Like, see, hundred
0: miles is nothing, but right. just it's, with a measurement of hundred miles, you can calculate the curvature of the Earth based on the shadow of the test, right.
1: based on geometry. Yep. Good old math. But I mean. Those, that's the conspiracy that I'm like, come on, man, you, if you don't know a if you don't know a pilot or if you've never flown in a plane or if you've never, if you don't know anything about gravity, like, what just itself, just people like, that
0: don't embrace math. That's all there is to it.
1: I don't embrace math and I still believe the earth is round, bro. I mean, <laughs> like, there's not enough. I see why people would go down that, <laughs> down that road because we still have people going down the road of like other conspiracies wow, that man. really hold no weight. But I mean. If if like I said, if flat Earth is their national treasure, like feeling in their brain, by all means, have that. No. I'm no. I'm not going to make anybody change their mind
0: that point because it's not. I'm I'm not going to change anybody's mind. It's
1: not harmless. I'm not saying that it's not harmless. I didn't say that it wasn't harmless. I'm saying if they want to believe that, but not pressure. Like don't pressure somebody else to believe that because you. I mean, you're getting into a. I guess in the in the realm of like.
0: Um, if you believe what? that, how could you go around not pressuring other
1: people to believe it too? That's the problem. Well, kind of like this. I'm not. If I know somebody's a flat earther, I'm not going to bring it up. I don't want to hear it. Well, sure. Just, that's
0: what you don't want to talk about. It.
1: You don't want to hear it. But, but that's my point. one 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 thing. Reasoning is is that I don't have enough uh, vocabulary to almost give you all the reasons of why the Earth is round. Not only do I not have the vocabulary, I don't have the mathematic knowledge to tell you why. Yeah. I just I just know. I just know. I mean, I know I know pilots like you and I right. said. Like I know You're a like, pilot.
0: like I'm not know... going to I'm not going to win this debate because I don't prep like you do. Uh right. and I have no desire to be in that debate.
1: Right. This is not an NFL stat. This is I mean <laughs> You can Google an NFL stat. Like, if you Google whether Earth is round or flat, like, I wonder how many like, how many answers you end up getting. Because Google. The only is, thing
0: about that is, man, like, we've got pictures, we've got evidence.
2: We've been to space. It's not enough. <laughs> I guess.
1: Twilight is on, man. That's what it is. Uh-huh. Did you have any more conspiracy theories or you want to talk about sports? I'm sure there's conspiracy theories oh, in man. sports, kind of like how the NFL is rigged.
0: <laughs> the script bro that's been the that's
1: been a funny thing i really like it. i that. enjoy it i enjoy it um
0: oh that's a fun man the conspiracy theory that wrestling's fake that one's got me laughing y'all september 23rd you don't want to miss it heartland championship wrestling (H.C.W.) is traveling to the air capital of the world that is wichita kansas and they are heading <laughs> Putting on a main event called the Air Capital Brawl at the Osage Recreation Center. Uh, man, it's going to be a blast. It's it is their first show in Wichita, I believe. Uh, doors are going to open at five. That bell rings at six. Dude, get out of my face. Uh, put you. I'll put you in the squared circle, and you and I go toe to toe. Ah. All right. Anyways, the Air Capital Brawl. Osage Rec Center doors are gonna open at five bell rings at six general admission is $12 premium Admission is gonna be $15 uh, And then for $35 you can do VIP now VIP is gonna be the best you can get get you front row seats Get you in the door early get you uh, First to the gear first to meet wrestlers all that cool stuff. So VIP is the way to go Um be sure to follow HCW on Facebook for um, upcoming match announcements, future shows, and honestly, a heck of a fan base, y'all. It's easily one of the fastest growing. Uh, they do a lot of special announcements, HCW. Uh, they jump on with the, uh, the I 70 Hot Tag. Uh, that's another podcast that they're on regularly talking about wrestling. So make sure you follow them on socials and make sure you check out the Air Capital Brawl on September
1: 23rd. So, there you go. And for the listeners that aren't uh, from Kansas, if you're from Texas, uh, we've got a few listeners out of Texas (laughs) that I know of, some out of uh, Iowa. If you don't know anything about the uh, town of Wichita, Kansas, that is not only where the air capital brawl is going to take place, but it is also the air capital of the world. So, I'm assuming that's because, like, almost every intersecting flight, I think it has something to do with flights and stuff like that. And also the military bases that come out of there. Air
0: Force bases there.
1: Boeing. You have uh, Boeing. Is based uh, out of Bo- there. Is Boeing? I don't think Boeing's out of there no more. They're out of uh, Seattle, I do believe now, because they sold out. So it's uh, Cessna is out of there. Or you know, no, Boeing's Cessna, still right? In Wichita, bro. Cessna, Cessna is the one that is based out of Seattle now. I think one of those two. But anyway, it's it, the name ties in pretty well with where they're located. And yes, I do believe they are there. It is their first show in Wichita but it's also their uh, first show within an hour driving distance of where they're centrally located at a hutch, so that is cool. So, but don't be late. Like he said, uh, check out their Facebook. It is, from what I can see, sitting on the other side of a screen or a keyboard, it is one of the largest chan- uh Facebook uh, pages that I've ever seen, personally. That it's a blast, to There's a lot so of much people.
3: smoke on there.
1: They also have another page, I think, attached to it called uh, the HCW Locker Room, the Wrestlers Locker Room. I wonder if that's like uh, more one-on-one information with individual wrestlers. I just started following okay. that, so I'll see what it's all about. So maybe next okay. week I'll we'll be able to give you some more information. Be nice. November one. Uh-huh. Oh. What I was going to tell you was, is the the match that I think that I'm excited to see, or not necessarily it. even a match, not even the match. It's, I guess, the person. I'm excited to see what Red James does Ooh. at the show since he's being, uh, since he's going to be there.
0: <laughs> That's right. He's finally getting booked, isn't
1: he? He. Well, I, from what I, I would I've been laugh reading...
0: my butt off if Red James goes in there and takes up like five minutes of their time and just runs his mouth, like. Be, like Billy finally booked him Red should go in there and just run his mouth just just totally tick Billy off like do to, the, to do do the old CM Punk to McMahon move or that yeah. Hilarious.
1: I'm excited to see what comes of that only because of how Billy uh, was introduced to Red James and then also how Red James went about to get introduced to Billy that, like, that was it's very fascinating to see like how somebody how he said hey why aren't you booking me and he said well this is why i'm not booking because i haven't ever heard your net like he was saying that he hasn't heard enough about him yet that's pretty much how he made it sound and then he's like all right i'll tell you what if 10 people tell me to book you i'll book you so i think it calls for an exciting show to be honest it'll be cool but that is hcw go check them out on facebook instagram uh not 100 sh- percent sure if again if they're on twitch but I do believe they're on Twitter or X is what it's called now. Uh, Do you have X?
3: Mm
1: -hmm. I wasn't sure. I mean, I I get on there time to time just to look up different things. So I wasn't sure if everybody still had it or not, but Hulk Hogan says it best. Hulk Hogan has always said it best. And I, I mean, I've watched a few interviews with him. I've watched podcasts. He said, up until the decision to, to have the match and to the decision of the match, everything in between is the realest thing between you and, you said, I Bro, think it's the it's, realest thing it's between real Adam and Eve. It's
0: real athletics. It's real contact. It's not, it's not it full the, contact, but it is real contact.
1: It is the hardest form of entertainment in the and world, I, I would think.
0: I say it's not real contact, but man, you see receipts being given and you know there is some real contact happening. I've then when been hit in the bat chest. Pops off, uh what I I watched a video the other day of the Royal Rumble where uh, like uh gosh who was it somebody was just getting worked over with Flair chops. It was like hardcore Holly and a couple other dudes was just working this kid. It they was, don't call Flair like, chops for no reason. It was the kid who won tough enough and didn't stay uh in WWE for very long. Daniel something I think.
1: Oh uh um Daniel Bryan?
0: No, not Daniel Bryan. I was
1: gonna say I was—I didn't think he was in tough enough, but that's the only Daniel I know.
0: No, this was a young guy. He was in tough enough, but he had an attitude, and he didn't last long in the WWE.
1: Oh, he didn't. Okay, when you said he was in the, I thought you, I thought you were saying he was still in the WWE.
0: No, no, he didn't last long.
1: Like, there's there's so many. Like, I wonder if they have a book on conspiracy of sports. Like, that would be fun to read. Like NFL's mm. number one conspiracy is that the NFL has a script. Which, is it possible? Of course it's no. possible. It, well, mm. I'm not saying that it's not. I will never deny that it's not. Here's never the thing. will there's I deny so that.
0: Many, There's so many variables.
1: No, okay. Now the script thing, it's I'm not saying that it's to not.
0: Say, it's one thing to say a
1: game's influenced. It's yes, thing that's where I was going to go with this. Yeah. Okay. Influenced, 100% possible. Scripted. Not possible because of from the get go the coin toss. That right there, you can't you can't script that. Like unless you know like which way the coin's being taught. Like, can you script a coin toss? I don't think you can.
0: You can't script a coin toss. You can't script what Patrick Mahomes does once he's outside of the pocket. There's just some things you, you can't, can't script, script. What Tom
1: Brady did in his career, like no other quarterback. You no, know, I think
0: a decent amount of that was scripted. Somebody wrote a note oh. that said, "Tom, take the air out of the footballs."
1: But like you said, influenced. <laughs> did Influence, he do shady things? T- <laughs> of course. Of course. He did shady stuff. But did he? How many Super Bowls did he win? More he than him any him other quarterback will.
0: That's all there is to it. Cheat to win.
1: If you ain't cheating, you ain't winning. That's
0: Tom Brady's philosophy. He, he was an Eddie Guerrero
1: fan. And he only got suspended like three games. I mean, he, who really lost there? Because the Tom year that Brady he came back. Like, la I mean. <laughs> but 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 sports conspiracies, I I could see that just being a, a podcast of its own. That would be so fun. Movie conspiracies.
0: I'd be, I'd be curious. I'd be curious to hear some of the fun stories out of out of sports that are that are. Oh wild. yeah.
1: Like to like players, I could see players being the biggest sports conspiracy theories or theorists. Theory, okay, conspiracy. So not theorist?
0: a conspiracy theory, but it is a favorite topic, a favorite story of mine to talk about is Bobby Bonilla Day. I oh, think yeah. that's the coolest thing ever, uh and to me, it's one of the coolest. Like, it's it's a great part of baseball history, in my opinion. Not a conspiracy, obviously, but no, because he's obviously cool getting paid. Contract negotiation, and the fact that it rolls around every year, we all get to be like. Happy Bobby Bonilla and, Day.
1: <laughs> and no no other sport has anything like that or has no. anything that's happened like that.
0: No, God no. Could you imagine if NFL teams were still playing player, still paying players from, like, I'm pretty sure one of the teams is still, still paying Ken Griffey Jr. Let me double check that. I'm pretty sure that's the case.
1: Yeah, it's the, uh, I think it's the, um, oh, crap. Is it the, it's not the White Sox. It's Reds. uh. the, the Reds? Reds. Okay. Okay. He
2: retired in 2010. And that's only Tim 13 Griffey years Jr. ago. The kid is still making three and a half million.
1: Because of a contract they signed. I mean, 82 all they did was.
0: Oof, oh man. Over. That's so funny. That's their budget. And now,
1: if he passes away, does his does his uh, signed like a nine-year,
0: family... $112.5 million deal. And it deferred so payments is Patrick payments Mahomes going to be doing that? From to 2024.
1: Do you think Patrick Mahomes would be another Patrick Mahomes Day type thing? I mean, Dude, he's... if Patrick
0: could secure a deal like that, that would be so amazing. I would love to be paying Patrick. Well, maybe not because of the salary cap. That yeah, baseball is
1: able to do it because the salary cap is not there
0: the salary cap is the issue
1: i wonder if there's any other now, does hockey have a salary cap i'm not sure like i've never really no, googled sure. it sure but like other sports are like you don't hear much money being tr- like traded between player and uh, i guess organization because of them not being as popular now mm-hmm. basketball that might be another story, but they have a salary cap, but that salary cap is almost unreachable with the way that they've been playing their players. Mm-hmm. It's pretty crazy. And hey, they can sponsor. I got to pause for a sec. I don't even know the math. So enough of conspiracy theories, even though we love them and we enjoy, I guess, appreciating possibilities is really Absolutely. a short way of putting it. Let's talk about the NFL kickoff being 14 days out. Oh my, I'm so excited.
0: And it's your Chiefs.
1: Chiefs square off with the Lions, I do believe, at week one.
0: Yeah, that's going to be a good game.
1: I think it's going to be tougher than a lot of people think because the Detroit Lions are for sure a, uh, I guess, franchise that is looked down upon for being bad at protecting their quarterback, bad at drafting uh, players. Yeah, they
0: don't have a great track record, but, man, this team is good. They are good. Dan
1: Campbell. Dan Campbell has brought the lightning, I think. I think he's not only brought excitement to the organization, but then as an organization, they too have brought excitement by making trades that, like, they don't normally make. They're stirring up the pot, and they're putting themselves on the map where they should be.
0: They have a pretty stout defense, and I think it's going to – I think they're going to put some pressure on us early that we're going to have to account for and adjust for.
2: I think they're they're going really to really test out your through. offense.
1: Yep. They're going to test the offense. And another thing is, that I mean, the Chiefs defense isn't always known for being the greatest defense ever. But they've known for being, uh, uh, like in postseason, they're known for being consistent. Like they yep. consistently make stops when stops need to be made. But that's what's going to, I think that's what it's going to come down to is it's going to be, I think it's going to be a high play defensive game. Yeah, because offenses they struggle at the very beginning with weird calls like offsides. They struggle with. I could uh, see there being bad...
0: a lot of sacks and a lot of turnovers in this game.
1: Oh yeah, like I think, I think uh, pe- people are are counting the not to throw any shade towards the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, but I think people are counting out the Detroit Lions too soon. For but sure, I yeah. do, I mean the the chiefs are, I think they're the only team in the NFL. And this was a while back when I read it, they were the only team in the NFL expected to win every single game. They're the ones, they're the only team favored to win every game. That's crazy. So I think that right there is for a season setting, like that right there is kind of like something held over their heads. It's like, man, do we really, I mean, that could be pressure in itself, whether or not it is pressure, but like, It seems like pressure for fans, for sure. Like, fans feel like they have to... Like, that's the thing about football. Football fans fight for their team, and that's what they're known for. They fight for their team on and off the field. Like, they'll go to a game and fight somebody for talking shit on Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) So, I'm excited to see this game.
2: Yeah, I've seen it happen. Front row, even. I'm
1: excited to see it, too. I think this is one of the most anticipated seasons just because of there's so many possibilities in the NFL usually, but like in the early 2000s, we always knew the Patriots were always going to be the the head honcho. But like, I think divisions are so, so much more balanced now. Like when it comes to like teams within those divisions.
0: See, you mentioned there's not always just one team. You mentioned the Patriots and, and with the stat that you said about the Chiefs favored to win, that's what I worry about, man. Like, do you remember just the pressure? Like, in fact, I can vividly remember. I think that's where I started just anti, like being anti-Brady was the year that the Patriots almost went undefeated.
1: Oh, and lost in the Super Bowl to the Giants.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, if we're projected or at least, you know, projected. I
1: mean, look at their team, though. Their team they had Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, and Randy Moss, man, Randy Moss and him broke the record for all time touchdowns thrown like that's that by itself says that like that team was set to be held at a higher standard. I mean they didn't lose a game all the way up into the Super Bowl, and finally, at one time, the Dolphins fan would have had to shut up, like they would have had to if they won like and that I think their season was much more impressive one because they had more games but also for what they did they broke so many records that year it was crazy so
0: seeing as we're talking football can we talk about your big news
1: if that news is trey lance to the cowboys it is i'm fine with it like and this is why and this is why there's nothing to take like quit trying to put a a plot to a story that isn't there like trey lance wasn't good enough to start at the 49ers Is he better than Dak? I doubt it. But Dak could have a chance of losing his spot. I one hundred percent agree with that. Like there's always that possibility. But I don't see it happening just because I think Dak and Jerry Jones are like I mean, like Tony Romo and Jerry Jones were. Like Jerry Jones hates to be proven wrong when he is wrong, and that's like his biggest flaw.
0: If I'm the Cowboys, I can't not make that trade for a fourth round pick.
1: No, it's a great trade. Like, it's a good – he's a great great backup quarterback. Are you
0: kidding me? Yes, he's unfortunate. Yes, he doesn't – you know, the injury is a big deal. But that doesn't mean – like, you take a flyer, a fourth rounder for Trey Lance? Yeah, Yeah. that was a good deal.
1: And he was a first-round draft pick. Cowboys made out on that for sure. Now, the only person (laughs) that lost in that was their third-string quarterback. He got the boot and he gets to he gets to play this whole game coming up. That's and I think his last name's Greer. I'm not familiar with him. But well, all that all that does is to tell you how like how much like the Cowboys were definitely looking out for the health of Dak Prescott first of all. First and foremost, he's not known to always be healthy. He gets hurt usually within the first four or five weeks of the season and then they need a backup. Cooper Rush proved it last year in week 1. Cooper Rush came and shown out for he showed out to the, the NFL world with what he can do as a backup quarterback. There's nothing to say that Trey Lance will not succeed, well, that he can't succeed as a backup quarterback. And I think having the wide receivers the Dallas Cowboys have, I think that's only going to be better for him. It's pretty impressive. i like, can tell you what,
0: it was not fun watching Deshaun Watson throw to Amari Cooper today.
1: I mean, Last year is when he went, so I mean, like, I wasn't... Amari Cooper was great for when we needed him, but... it's good. C D Lamb is a, is a more versatile wide receiver. Like, he's, oh, sure. he's bigger, he's faster, he catches the ball better. Amari Cooper is, he's older, he gets hurt easier, he can't run routes like he used to. Do you know who you need to watch this year? Uh, on the Chiefs? Do you want me to guess by position? Oh, on the Chiefs? Yeah. Your backup quarterback... Your backup quarterback Who? like Which one? Uh the uh the one that starts with a b your third string. Oh,
0: Bushell. I think the third
1: string. Bushell. Chang? Like he oh, is he impressive. He like if he was our backup quarterback over over Trey Lance, I think I would still be fine with it. Yeah. Because he's so mobile. It's it's impressive dude, because our, I never heard of him.
0: Even our fourth string, Oklahoma, dude, he was he was showing up, man. He was making some plays. No, but uh, watch Justin Ross, dude, that Clemson receiver that we have that's finally oh, healthy. Yeah. Dude, he made a sick catch.
1: Was it as impressive as uh, – oh, what was that? Oh, it was the Steelers uh, – the Steelers wide no. receiver, the one-handed catch. No. Oh, that was
0: Pickens? no, Pickens' catch was yeah. solid. Yeah, no, not quite that good. But Justin Ross caught, caught one for a touchdown today that was pretty good. It's good Did hands. they win today? Yeah. Came back.
1: So they're two and one,
2: right? Mm, yeah, maybe. Yeah.
1: I think they've only lost one. They beat, last week they beat, uh, who they play, the Jets? Or no, they didn't play the Jets. I don't remember who they played. But anyway, I do believe last week they won because that was a week that you were trying to get the game. And week uh, preseason week one, they didn't win. I they think it was played close the Saints game, and but, lost. Yeah. But, and and let's talk about the Saints. The Saints have a uh, more than possible, a, a more than willing quarterback to, to take somebody to either a postseason or even an NFC championship, given he stays healthy and he has his options open for pass running and all that. Like, the Saints are... Not ever going to be what they used to be with Sean Payton, but I do believe that they have the talent on there. They're kind of like the Cowboys. The Cowboys have had all this talent for so many years, but nothing to show for it. Alvin Kamara is, I think he's injured or he got, no, he got uh, suspended for however many games. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a hurt. That's a hit towards them. But when he's in the game, he's, when it's the Saints versus Tampa Bay, like the past few years that they played, they've broken like def- like the defense haven't hasn't shown up at all, and they've broken like so many passing yeah. records, it's crazy. So we'll we we'll go to see about that. But Trey Lance, I think I I'm one hundred percent behind the, the the deal. One we won with that deal with giving just a fourth round pick because he's worth more than that, and he has and he hasn't shown yeah he's, what he's absolutely
2: capable worth of more than fourth round sure.
1: But the only thing that we lost in the whole thing was, I guess, two things: a fourth-round pick and our third-string quarterback, who I still, I, I don't think I've seen him play. His wow, last name's like Greer. I mean, you guys
0: won't bump him to the practice squad.
1: No, he's getting traded to another team. Um, Here, there, he said it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they traded him. But one of the other, like, one of the other rumors that I read about, and I did actually click on this one, and it comes out that it is true that Mariota's probably getting cut really yeah like that's like the big headline in eagles news like it doesn't surprise me especially after watching what happened last year in in that quarterback doc or mini series or whatever it is yeah. like i think he's i think he's we'll probably be seeing him behind a desk on monday night football or something like that before too long is, It'll be interesting. i don't think that i don't think that uh being a journeyman isn't his in life at all, because that sh- he showed that being at, uh, where was he at? The Raiders that year with, uh, who was that? Yeah, it was, yeah, he was at the Raiders. Yep. Like, he didn't want to be a backup. Like, that's not his plan in life. But unfortunately, I think his life plans need to change according to what's given to him, because he didn't show enough at Atlanta.
2: Yeah, I don't know that I he mean, has the caliber to be a starter.
1: Now, if he was he'll drafted really number t- one overall... Be- like, the year that he got drafted, like, if he was taken to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when things have changed for him, would that have been a different fit? I mean, he went I to a bad so. team to begin with. He went to a bad team to begin with. I be
0: think so, and I think that's why drafts matter so much, man. Where you go. Oh, they do. I also think it's, it's, it's why you see guys like Eli refuse to go to a team. Because they recognize that it will kill their career.
1: So. I mean, and the decisions that a quarterback makes is obviously planned out to a tee. Tom Brady did it. Eli Manning did it. Uh, I mean, how many uh, – Joe Montana did it. Like, granted, he didn't necessarily have the, the greatest outcome after being traded, but he still took the Chiefs to their last playoff uh, win, wasn't it? Joe's Before funny just to me because
0: Joe consistently says he should have came back. Joe consistently and says he knows? should have
1: came back cuz he
0: could have taken the Chiefs to a Super Bowl and he's right.
1: I mean, he went to the wasn't it like the the divisional championship? Yeah, no, we, we
0: got all the way that. to the we got all the way to the AFC Championship and lost.
1: Oh, in '92.
0: I think so.
2: Yeah,
1: that I mean that was the last time the Eagles were in the playoffs before recent. Yep. I mean, that's Joe Montana was one of those. I mean, so many quarterbacks, have, their, their decision has, has panned out for them in such a way to where, like, they've succeeded with their decision. So Tom Brady, example number one, he won a Super Bowl his first year back. That right there speaks, I mean, it speaks more than words right there. I mean, Peyton Manning, second year, went to two Super Bowls in a row. Crazy. I'm excited for this NFL season. And then the other thing that I'm also excited about is that I think that our division is getting a little bit harder with the giants making defensive moves. Like they got the Cardinals linebacker like that dude. Okay. Not many people have any faith in the Cardinals, nor do I, but that defense has always been there. And that's one of their, I guess, foundations for what they've done. Like they had, they had a honey badger there before they traded him to the chiefs. Wasn't it when he there?
0: Yep. Uh, like that yeah.
1: defense has always been good. I thought he, he was, was at the Cardinals Texans. went to the Chiefs. He's with the oh he went from the Cardinals to the Texans or was he ever at the Cardinals? I don't think he was. I thought the he Cardinals. was drafted by the Cardinals. Okay, oh, I could be wrong. Maybe he was. I, don't know. I mean, they've had. I mean, they've had like co- their cornerbacks. Like I think one of the corners that they had are now is now at Miami. Like. Just that that defense is getting pulled apart one by one, like a Jurassic oh, Park yeah. movie. It's crazy. They
0: had Patrick Peterson. They had yeah, they had a lot of big names.
1: And this linebacker is just going to make our division with the Cowboys. And I mean, there's nothing bad about the NFC East whatsoever, except for that the Redskins have a bad rep. But I think that your offensive coordinator is going to just add to the difficulty of us beating them every year. Like that is. They're not a bad team. They just haven't been led in the right way, I think. <laughs> and it's it just makes like this year is going to be one of the most difficult years that we've seen in football. Like with the AFC uh, East, that's going to be a crazy division. We've already done. We've already established that.
0: All right. What are what are my odds that the Chiefs make the AFC Championship for a eighth straight time?
2: Your
1: eighth straight AFC yeah. Championship? Are you sure yeah, about that? Third. Eight straight AFC championships. Pretty sure. I'm gonna double check that. I don't think so. I don't think so.
0: We've hosted it for five.
1: Yeah, maybe you've it's been been not five eight straight. straight. Maybe
0: it's seven in the last eight. Hang on.
1: Oh well, I know that you guys went with um, Patrick Mahomes. Five of those seven, if it is seven. But what were the other two? I only know of one that. Um, what's his face was at, and that was his. Uh, so, I don't know. I mean, they've been to three Super Bowls in five years. One, two of them.
2: I just didn't think they go...
1: I didn't think that they went to an AFC championship the year before Mahomes took over.
2: Yes, they did. Really? We did.
0: We two. worked with Alex and lost to the yeah. Colts.
1: In the AFC Championship? How did the Colts I mean, didn't I, go to the Super Bowl?
0: No, that wasn't the AFC Championship. That was the...
1: That was the division game. Or
0: the, it was uh, the division that game. was
1: the... Uh, yeah. What the heck? Alex Smith hasn't played in the AFC Championship. Patrick Mahomes has been in every AFC uh, maybe, Championship for the Chiefs. Maybe,
0: no, oh, no, I said... What am I say? Why did I say AFC Championships? No, those are our division championships.
1: Playoffs, you mean? We have oh, okay. seven straight so division, division okay. championships against that, the ANC okay. West. Now, yeah. That is more believable. If you have
0: five straight AFC, AFC championship appearances.
1: Yes. And lost three of those. Wait, five straight? Five straight Patrick Mahomes was in all five we've of those?
0: Lost, we've lost two of those.
1: One last year in the year that they lost to the Patriots to yes. go to the Super
2: Bowl.
1: Okay. Yes. Yep. The percentage that you have that they will make it, that they will win their division for eight straight years, is that the statistic you want me to judge?
0: Yeah. What are the odds?
1: They're pretty good because all the teams in that division are still, I mean, they're fairly new to either their coaching staff or to the team. Okay. So the only thing that you have going against you is the seniority that they have on the Chargers and the coaching staff that they have at the different Broncos. That's the only thing I see being your difficult, uh, I guess, roadblock to a division championship is one the Chargers for the seniority that they have and the I guess the the IQ on their team, and then the Denver Broncos. I think that quarterback. I think that the Sean Payton is gonna I think bring the real Russell Wilson back to the surface. Think so? I hope so. I think I think he. I mean, I've got faith in Sean Payton. We all deserve to see another year of Russ. And who knows, maybe the, I mean, I like when, when John Gruden was the last season that he was with the Raiders, like they were, I think, number two in the division, right? Yep. When they had the, I mean, they had the fastest wide receiver in all of the NFL at that time. Granted he made bad mistakes, but John Gruden, like that right there goes to show you how much a coach impacts a team. Like when they switched, that whole team went downhill so bad. He got fired. His best wide receiver got in a in legal mess and now going to prison mm. for three to five years. It's crazy. Yeah. But I think you guys have at least a... I would say I'm going to just shoot a number out and I'll let you say if it's higher or lower and I'm going to go 80% chance of winning an AFC championship.
2: I like it. So I like 10% it. I think it's for the little...
1: Chargers, 10% for the Denver Broncos.
2: I think it's a little higher. I think it's
1: 85. 85? So who has the higher hand, Do you it's think it's the different Broncos or the Chargers? Yeah,
0: I think Chargers have a ten percent. Broncos have a five. Raiders don't have a shot.
1: Will it surprise you if the Raiders end up having a winning season? Like, will that yes. surprise you, if or will Garoppolo
0: that- is able to take that team and lead them to a winning season? I will be surprised, and it's not a shot at Garoppolo. It's that is a patchwork team. There's no way it's putting together any sort of real competitive effort. It's not a real team. And it's
1: it's sad because that division at one time was the division to watch in the AFC. Every oh, year. Yeah, like dude. it was always fifty fifty with I think you guys will split uh, split at least one series I, game and that will be against
0: I believe early two thousands there wasn't a better set of rivalries to watch than well, that.
1: Because AFC it was always games. it was there was a fifty fifty chance of who was gonna win. Like yeah, if the Chiefs went to the Raiders. And it was always it didn't matter if
0: the goal. worst team in the league at the time or the best team in the league at the time. If it was a division game, you knew it was going to be a fight.
1: And the Patriots at that time had a weak division, so it always yeah. looked like they were so much better. And like, yeah, I'm we had to walk away to beat from up on
0: Miami twice a year.
1: And the Bills, the Bills were to- horrible. Oh. I mean, now that is the new AFC West. That is the AFC West of two
0: thousand three. Yeah, you're right. It's the most competitive league in the AFC, probably, or competitive division in the AFC.
1: I would say the most competitive league in the NFL. Yeah, probably. Right now, like the quarterbacks by themselves. Granted, Tua has. And that's funny because
0: the Patriots are the least, are the lowest in that division. Yeah, but they're they're adding to that team
1: too, and they're adding to that team too every day. I get that,
0: and I'm not. I'm not saying, but I don't. I don't see the Patriots making the playoffs this
1: year. If if there was going to be a division that Maybe every single well, team in right? that division if every team was going to make the 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 playoffs in a well, division it would be that it, it would be that division. Yeah, 100%. I
0: think there's too good of talent in the AFC for that to happen.
1: Yeah, but like like we said, AFC West, if every team does what they did last year, the only team that they have to be better than is the Chargers. It's true. But And so then the also other got the
0: north and the south, too.
1: But the bad thing about the North or the South is that they have so many rookies. So you don't know what's gonna happen there. There's so many rookies in that division. They got two like starting rookies. I don't see the NFC winning winning uh I guess okay. I don't want to say they're not gonna win the Super Bowl. I'm just saying there's not a team better than any AFC team in the NFC. I will say that. I agree with that but if it was going to come down to a super bowl or anything like that that's when the any given sunday effect is what we could call it is going to really kick in i think the sunday the sunday football any given sunday is like where that that matters the most is when that when, when the, you're on the field under is... the
0: lights rankings don't matter at
2: Not that at point all. it's who wants it more 100%
1: but what about have you heard anything else in the NFL? Like I I try not to click on, like we've said, uh clickbait. Like there's just too much and you don't know whether or not it's true.
0: There's drama with Chris Jones right now. So there's all sorts of stupid rumors. Like one I saw that was just ridiculous was this notion that somehow we're going to trade Chris Jones to like Tennessee for Deandre Hopkins and some draft picks. Now
1: I Tennessee? Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I don't think Chris Jones will sit out. I think he'll be there for week one. Um, I unfortunately am starting to believe that we won't have Chris Jones next year, though.
1: Especially when it comes down to the money thing, because the money thing is what really hinders NFL teams from keeping teams from, well, I guess, if, spreading if out. If you're like...
0: going to make me pick between Chris Jones, who's trying to secure his his last big contract versus Nick Bolton, Creed Humphrey. Those are the young guys that we have to come come and sign after this deal with Chris Jones. And Creed Humphrey is the best, if not second best, center in the NFL. I would argue the best because he beat Jason. <laughs> but,
1: you know. Uh, no, they didn't ever did go up against that.
0: Yeah, I know, I know. But we've got to lock up a contract with him. We got to lock up a contract with our defensive captain, Nick Bolton. So to me, what's critical about building a dynasty is that you have team friendly contracts that you have contracts that are not trying to get you the most money, but rather trying to create income for you, stability for you while also creating enough cap space to get other good players. Chris mm-hmm. Jones wants number one money, and Brett Veach won't pay it.
1: And they and would pay number their, two. Their number hands three. are tied. Their hands are tied when it comes to like, like you said, creating but a it's, team it's friendly. It's philosophy.
0: And if Chris isn't willing to come down from that, I think Veach will trade him.
1: And how much? How much? Or how many other defensive players, such as Chris, as Chris Jones, could you find? Mm. Whether it be in a draft or a seasoned player, I'm saying. Mm. How much? Name, shoot, name shoot, the Chris top. No, in. no, no. Name the three. The top three uh, defensive uh, inside linemen, such as Chris Jones.
0: Aaron Donald, Chris Jones, uh, Aiden Hutchinson. What about
2: Dominican Sue? No. Dominican sue is a monster. Not crazy. Anymore. He still is. No. Yeah.
0: Look when at he the was, stats. When he, Bro, look at the stats. I just gave you the top three. Yeah,
1: I'm not i I'm not arguing with you, but I'm saying like you have so many possible now, are they gonna do what Chris Jones has done? Chris Jones showed up in the postseason one hundred percent. Now in the regular season, this year, he had a downfall. This yeah, year saying man, like,
0: you know, this was his first postseason with sack. A sack. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I'm saying this year is where he like. I wonder if that's his, I guess, reasoning behind why he wants more money because he did that in the postseason. Wait, I'm not denying be Chris Jones. Be like,
0: hey man, we've been to the playoffs a lot, and right. this is your first. And the
1: sack? defense has shown up. Yeah, the only time they didn't show up was, and it's not that they didn't show up. The offense didn't show up for the defense was tired, and that was against yeah. Tampa Bay. Yep, yeah. that was it. But who knows, like Chris Jones, I mean, he could have a a change in heart. Maybe the leaders on that team will, I mean, I wonder if that type of conversation ever comes up, like in the locker room, like with the leaders and people such as Chris Jones. Like if, if that conversation happens in a locker room, like that goes to show you how much leadership skills are on a specific team, especially when you get, when it's open enough to have that conversation about money. Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: it, it's a tough thing, man, and it's it's never easy. It's hard to explain to people that don't, that aren't in the world, and so they get frustrated with why is their player quitting on us, and it's like it's more than that. It's a contract negotiation. This is unions. This is laborers versus employers. I mean, this is the same stuff right. that Teamsters deal with. Right. <clears throat> so you just have to give grace, and you have to let people do what they do.
1: But even if that happens, I still think the Chiefs are going to make for an exciting season. On like, for sure, with or without Chris Jones, but for sure. But hey, I just would
0: love the, to have him with us. Oh yeah,
1: I mean, as any Chiefs fan would. So that's the only thing that you, as a Chiefs fan, can hope for is like you have the the teams that have brought you the championships. Uh, absolutely. But college football started today. Did you watch the Notre Dame the the U S the USC game starts today? But the Notre Dame game in Dublin kicked off against navy and that was a blowout yeah 38 to 3 but the quarter uh the quarterback tied the all-time uh passing touchdown record for the for the school uh this week right. and then their running back depth is like three deep and like all three of them i think had like close to over 100 yards it was insane granted they're playing navy but it's a it's a rival game mm-hmm. i guess if you look at it through the eyes of a notre dame like interesting, It was in Dublin, that's why it was so big. But then the USC game kicks off today against uh, San Jose State, I think. So, this is week one of college, I guess you could say, for two games. And then next week, uh, the rest of the season kicks off. And I'm excited mainly for the rival games. That's really all I watch, to be honest. I mean, I do catch up on Notre Dame, but other than that, it's just the rival games and the top 25. That's about it. Cam going to win the national championship. I'm going to say it now.
2: <laughs> they are the they are the New England Patriots of college.
3: Oh,
2: you ain't wrong. Nick Saban's the name.
1: Why don't we move on to uh, uh, entertainment, man? Guess what I started watching. Just because you and Jordan were talking, I decided to hit play on this specific show. And it wasn't well, it wasn't the fact that you guys were talking high on it? You just said, "Wow, I'm surprised you haven't seen it." <laughs> And I will say this to kind of premise like where I'm going to get behind. I think that if I would have watched it when it came out, and I, if I also would have watched it before Ted Lasso, I would have probably appreciated it more. Do you, can you can I go off of what I'm saying? I, like, what show do you think it might be?
2: I have no idea now. What were we encouraging you to watch?
0: Or at least surprised that you hadn't watched it yet.
1: Well, oh, it Letter, was one you... of those. I've uh, never. No, I've never seen that. Never. Uh, it's a sports show. Oh, sports. Oh, Mighty Ducks. No, Dude, I've seen that movie. This is a show. No, there's a on show. Netflix. Mighty Ducks Game oh, Changers. Yeah, it's good. Oh, oh, I've never heard of that. There's two seasons no. of it. We were, we were talking about a hairstyle for Jordan and you pointed out that he would love to have a hairstyle of one of the characters in the movie, in the show Friday Night Lights. Oh yeah. I started watching Friday Night Lights. It's not yeah, bad. That's I'm not you said saying.
2: You watched...
1: I just started, you I'm on season that. two. I'm halfway through season two. I'm not saying that it's bad. It's a good show. It's a good oh, show for I, what it was I'm not back then. I'm not a fan. It was, it's good. It's good for what it was. Like, no.
0: It's cheesy. It's not enough football. It's too much teenage drama. Right. I, I, I got bored with it. I stopped watching it.
1: As would I, but I, like like, I appreciate...
0: I like the acting, yeah. but the show's so much more drama than it is football that I was like, Ugh. "Yeah."
1: Yeah, I, I really enjoy the head football coach. I like him as an yeah. actor and also what he portrays as a coach but I also like the guy that you said Jordan would want his hair like because I don't know if you've ever seen this or not. Did you ever watch the um, Waco series that they had on TV? Mm-mm. It was on Amazon or it was on Netflix and then it moved to Amazon prime. I highly suggest watching it. It's another one of those weird conspiracies like we were talking about, but the guy that uh, plays Riggins in the show is also the guy that plays um, the Waco, the Waco, uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, he
0: plays, um, David, Kresh.
1: David Kresh. Yeah. Okay. And he plays him to a T sounds exactly like he does in Friday night. Lights got that Southern accent, Ooh. but like,
0: yeah, Taylor Kitch is cool, man. Like Jordan's Jordan's liked him for a while.
1: And I've never heard of him up until I saw Waco. And then I was like, man, he looks very familiar. And then I, I, imd beat him and it was the guy from waco and i really enjoyed the waco thing because you really can't you can't uh i guess grasp like how much was done wrong during that whole waco thing and like it really kind of shows
0: it, how it much shows we failed as a society things. one it shows how screwed up people can get two it shows how ridiculously willing the government is to overreach <laughs>
1: And nobody was willing Both to take that.
0: Both sides court. screwed that thing up. Both sides.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm not giving one person right right versus wrong, but I am saying that obviously the government messed up, and you know that from the get-go. Yeah. Like, you knew that from reading about it. And you still to this day cannot get one person that was during that, during that whole thing. You can't look at Waco admit. or
0: Ruby Ridge and not say the government screwed
1: up. 100%. Like, they dropped the ball with every possibility, like, anything that could go wrong went wrong in both of those scenarios Yep, everything and it's sad i think the the biggest flaw from that the 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 sadness behind like who died in this this mini series really portrays like uh it benefits the other side of course like it doesn't play like one side or the other it really shows like how bad the government messed up and it wasn't even just the government it was it was calls that were made on two parts of the government, the ATF and the FBI. So you had different branches of our government that messed up. And that's even worse, I think. I think that just shows that our government's just as weak as any government in the world. And I and I didn't know so many specifics that actually led up to the whole thing. Like, Waco wouldn't have happened if Ruby Ridge wouldn't have happened. Right. And that's what's crazy. And... Waco if Waco wouldn't have happened Oklahoma City wouldn't have happened
0: right exactly
1: and and that's and that's and that's kind of where I feel like the faith in your government you just lose even that much more faith in your government And whether Timothy McVeigh was as psycho as they claim him to be yes to to say that you would go and do this like that right there tells you that you're psycho whether or not you were trying to prove right from wrong or good from bad evil from like like they all thought that, that it was religion based, and like that right there, like everything that happened, like you don't see anything like that being taught in religion. Like it's like being a suicide bomber. That's all it was. Like it was, it was our version of being a suicide bomber, just blowing up a nation. It's it's crazy. Yeah, but I did appreciate those, so I highly recommend watching Waco and then also watching Waco aftermath. They were both pretty good miniseries. Okay. Yeah. But I did start watching Friday Night Lights only because, like, you, you were kind of surprised that I didn't watch it. I just, I knew that it was just, on the air, but the movie is way better.
0: I was going to say, the movie was amazing. And I think for me, it just kind of logically followed that because you guys loved the movie so much, I think I just assumed that you would watch the show. Because, oh yeah, my god, I'm I,
1: surprised I didn't. <laughs> I mean, it came out the same year that we won our I senior year state football championship.
0: I always want to call you Booby Miles.
1: Me? Yeah. <laughs> even though I l even though, even though I loved working out at the time. <laughs> and I didn't have God given talent. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean I had to work my ass off. Oh, uh, that's funny. But hey, like the th- th- that's the thing that I like about the streaming services is that they have so many possible like things that you might like. Kind of like if I didn't know about Ted Lasso from you guys, I would have probably never watched it.
0: Right, right, and but that's also because do, it's yeah, on. Yeah, you get to recommend and, and show people their stuff and everything. Yeah, it's and fun. that's
1: why I and that's why I kind of felt like if I would have watched Friday Night Lights during its time, I would have probably liked it more. But well, Ted Lasso, I think, is like it holds every other sports series show to a standard, and you can't beat it.
0: I agree. I agree. Um, and a recommendation football. I'll throw out there because I watched it this week. Um, not for you cuz you would not like this movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it.
1: Hold on. Um, Is this Blue Beetle or Beetle or whatever?
0: No, we did go see that. It was good too. Oh, okay. That's it I would say that might be it's in the same vein as the first Shazam as far as quality and and how good it was. Like it was a surprising treat and it's going to be a nice one. I,
1: I did see that one. I did like him. Uh That's kind of I like point. him as an like, actor.
0: He was a nice change up and he was, his was a freshing take to DC. It was a breath so of fresh air me, with adding humor to something. That's what Blue Beetle something. is as well. Is a nice Who fresh Who plays take Blue Beetle? Up. Um, I don't know his name. Um, <laughs> Blue Beetle, uh, as a character is Mexican American. Um, uh, so it's very much so culturally like, you know, focuses, you know, teaches a lot of cultural elements, stuff like that, but it's really good. Like it,
1: it, it... well ant-man did that for me and i liked the, Ant- the first yeah, sure. ant-man i i didn't uh, there's one thing that i i will probably be the uh the enemy on and i didn't like like i liked i love ryan reynolds i think he's one of the most talented guys in hollywood but i didn't enjoy like it was okay deadpool was okay it wasn't my favorite deadpool like og deadpool or deadpool 2 there's Either one. I watched both of them. The person that I thought like kind of stole the spotlight for humor was the bartender. Like I thought he was the funniest person in the show or the movie. That like, doesn't surprise it was me. Okay. Get for TV it, was, it was okay. Like I watched it once and I was fine with it. That was it. That's all I needed. But there's people that say that that's the best superhero movie out there. Did you okay. watch
2: the Christmas one? The Christmas Deadpool?
0: Yes.
1: I don't think it there is. There's a no. special
0: Christmas edition where it's him and, uh, oh, come on, J.D. Boy Meets World, what was that kid's name? Corey? Yes, Corey's uh, the
1: actor's name. Oh, um, the dude from What's-His-Face's his brother from Wonder Years.
0: Uh, okay, yeah, him from Wonder Years is, it's, oh. it's him in it.
1: Because oh, okay. remember,
0: he's the kid in Princess Bride?
1: Fred Savage. Fred Savage.
0: Fred Savage. Thank you. Yes. So it's Fred Savage in it as an adult, and Deadpool's reading him the story of Deadpool, like as if it's the Princess Bride. So it's a recreation oh, of the Princess Bride scene, but with the Deadpool story. And it's funny as all get out,
2: dude. Gosh. It's funny. Come on. Come on. It's
0: funny. Not, you know I not don't like
1: Princess Bride.
0: Bobby. It's no, it doesn't utilize the Princess Pride but it recreates the elements of it and it's hilarious.
1: Uh, I will take your word for it and I will try it out if I see it on one of the streaming things. How's but yes, that?
0: I know you don't like the Princess Pride because you have no good If I too. see
1: it in streaming, I will I will click on it and I will watch however much I have to watch until I get if if I don't if I don't get bored, I watch all of it. Okay, sounds good. But if I do get bored, I will let you know after I watch
0: but if you're looking for a good biopic, I highly recommend First Man. It's about Neil First Armstrong. Man. Yep, it's Ooh. about Neil Armstrong. takes it Neil? from his uh, Gemini 8 mission all the way to Apollo 11. Um, and it's just really cool.
1: Who plays Neil?
0: Ryan. Ryan Gosling. Mr. Perfect. Wow.
1: that's some, Isn't that his second space movie where he plays somebody big in space? Like That's like his... He plays another one. He played, uh, what was that other one? I think it was, I think he might have played I think he might have played Neil. He played somebody in and then he played in in an older movie. He played in, in an older movie back in like 2012, 13?
0: Well, First Man's like
1: 2018. Well, then maybe that's the one I'm I just know it's older I thought you meant I thought you meant okay I thought you meant you went and saw it in theaters my bad
0: no no I saw it on on streaming okay it was good
1: though if that's the if that's the one then yeah there is one movie that I uh, I'm kind of like intrigued by and that's the uh, one about was it uh, the Russian in World War II where he like slaughters all these Russians who try to mess with him he was gold uh, panning for gold like in the movie it's kind of like Braveheart meets John Wick, is what they say. The the makers of John Wick, made this movie, and I forgot what it was called. But he's apparently a quiet uh, old man who was a retired like military guy. They still his dog tags, like in the in the uh, the uh, trailer for it. And they're like, "Hey, who is this guy? He he killed eight of our men." And like the guys that they relay back to him, they're like, "Get the hell out of there! That man is crazy. He will kill all of you." Hmm. Uh, Damn. New war movie. It's, it's something weird. New war movie. But I still haven't seen Oppenheimer, and I'm really kind of... Uh,
2: I'm debating on whether or not I should on, go... On IMAX,
0: but unfortunately we couldn't make it. Yeah.
1: So. Uh, but anyway, this movie, it just looks appealing. Just because it's like, I mean... When you say John Wick for me, like that does it enough? Just because of like the character, like just, it just says badass for the character. But if it's brave, I loved the movie or not Braveheart. My bad. It's the Patriot meets John Wick because oh, okay. like the like the whole war thing. So that was yeah. I mean Braveheart. Yes, it was war, but it wasn't like so now it I didn't verbally. Back and watch
0: the Patriot, dude. I what love the Patriot.
1: One. I would say that it's Name small, miss small. Aim small, miss small, steer, steer the course. Like there's so many quotes you can take from that movie. And it steer the I think course? it's the, it's, it's stay the course. My bad. Stay the course. Yeah. Stay the course. But it, I would say that it's the best revolutionary based movie, revolutionary yeah. war based movie out there. Like, yeah.
0: Revolutionary war for sure.
1: Like, oh, I mean, he Listen, was if you're gonna John. Go Civil Wick, war, uh, I think
0: you got to go glory.
1: Glory was good, but I, for for Civil War, I would I don't, there's not many Civil War movies out there, is there? I would say Gettysburg was good with Jeff Daniels. Gettysburg
0: was good, but Glory is is I think Glory I was just like
1: happened. I mean the only thing the only long. actor that was big, it was long, but like was the Denzel. biggest name in Glory would be uh, uh, Morgan Freeman, and uh, the dude that played in uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, he was in that. Denzel's in it and morgan yeah because it, it's about the first black regiment yeah. of the civil war but like i'm saying like those are the biggest names that like like it didn't get the spotlight that it should have probably maybe that's glory? where i'm trying to go with it did it go to theaters i don't think it did i remember seeing it in school pretty yeah dude glory
0: got an academy award and stuff
1: oh well i just don't when remember it ever. i don't 89. remember seeing like we were
0: babies when that came out
1: oh really it's that old
0: yeah Okay. Yeah, Broderick's a freaking baby in that.
1: I mean, it was right after Ferris Bueller, and he was the leader of it, wasn't he? Civil War movie. Gettysburg, 93 Glory, Free State. I never saw that, and that's a Matthew. Lincoln. Okay, take that back. Lincoln. I would watch Lincoln over Gettysburg. I enjoyed it. But I also like Daniel Day-Lewis. The Confederates. I mean, I guess there are a ton of Civil War movies, but none that I would ever be able to tell you that that was a Civil War movie because I haven't seen it. But Lincoln, I I did see. That was a great movie.
0: It has no historical accuracy, but I purely enjoyed it for entertainment value.
1: Daniel Day-Lewis is what I watched that movie for. Not because it was Civil War based, but because Daniel Day-Lewis in my opinion is my favorite actor to watch create a uh, character in a movie like he's the way intense, that he goes man. about like his method puts, acting is nuts right he puts people to shame like uh, living the living as lincoln months before he films for lincoln is crazy and he he quit acting to become a cobbler and now he's back acting
0: i could never be that type of actor i just want to be clear i would never make oh it i some couldn't either
1: actor. i mean matthew mcconaughey's another one of those guys almost dying from like Pretty much starving himself to death to play for his an yeah. patient. Like that's crazy. Another one is the guy that played Batman. Uh uh Christian Bale. What was his name? The machine. Christian Bale. Yeah. That is insane. Oh, uh, Christian Bale's the worst about it, in my opinion.
0: Because he did that and he did George W. Where he added all that weight on to play George.
1: That right? wasn't George. He didn't play George W. No, that was uh for the not dude that, that he did. 15. 15. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he did do that. George W. was, um, what was his name? Josh Brolin.
0: Yeah. No, Chaney. He played
1: Chaney and put all the weight on
0: for Chaney. And I was like, dang, dude. Did
1: you ever see The Machinist,
0: the one that he dropped all the weight for?
1: Could not. I I mean, I watched the first 15 minutes of it, and, like, it was also when I was tired. So, I, I mean, that movie, for me, I feel like you really have to pay attention to appreciate it. That movie's
0: all about insomnia. So watching it tired will mess with you. That's the whole point.
1: Not many of Christian Bale movies have I watched and enjoyed.
0: Once you get to the end, it all makes sense. But yeah, you're right. It's a slog to get through it.
1: Is it like Inception? No, it's not like
0: Inception. At the end, you find out why he is the way he is.
1: Oh, so it's like, so it's based on a true story. No, I don't think is so. Is it not?
0: No. Oh, I didn't what know it, if it was kind of like, a
1: uh, story. I didn't know if it was kind of like the one where, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio played the OCD guy that con- constantly washed his hands. Who, who what, what no, character was that? It's... He was a know. pilot. Aviator? The Aviator?
2: Yeah. Uh, ha- yeah. Howard Hughes? Yeah, the Aviator. Yeah, avi- Howard Hughes, yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah, that's one movie that I was kind of like, man, this is insane. But you no, know, there's so many good movies out there that like actors and movies, but like I don't think that like our day and I don't think theaters are going to last another ten years. I really don't. You don't think so? It's gonna it's gonna be like blockbuster, man. They're gonna be few and far in between, and if there is a theater, it's gonna be like a national monument that people are gonna go see, and it's gonna be like a Warden or a Warden, a Warren or an IMAX, like. Like the cosmosphere, like that would be the place that I would want to go to watch a good movie, like Interstellar. Yeah. Could you imagine watching that on their IMAX? Oh my god! I gosh.
0: think I think IMAXs and drive-ins will have better shot, yeah. than yeah.
1: just your
0: regular sure. movie theaters. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah. Um.
1: Yeah. yeah. Blockbuster just kind of missed out on the whole streaming opportunity with Netflix when they came out, and that's why Dude, there's it's only so crazy one around. That
0: blockbuster had the chance to buy netflix and didn't do
1: right. it yeah they didn't do it because they didn't want to stream or no it wasn't the streaming thing they didn't want to nail stuff i think because that's what they yeah. were doing first weren't they yep
0: they didn't think like, it was a sustainable
1: cause, business model because if you think about it blockbuster didn't close that long ago like yeah. blockbuster closed i want to say the last one like
0: blockbuster hasn't closed there's still an right open they still blockbuster. have the one
1: Yeah, they still have the one. And, I mean, it's treated as a national monument in Oregon, I do believe. But the nostalgia behind it, like, if you think about it, if somebody wanted to open up a place just called Blockbusters and, like, just let you rent old movies, I still think that that would be a killer business model for somebody to open up an old Blockbuster store. Yeah. Just for the nostalgia. Or say it's just video games. But another one I'll miss is Hastings. That was legit. I loved Hastings.
0: Hastings was cool because it was a media store. Like, yeah, it wasn't just movies. You could go buy books there, you could go buy CDs there. Yeah. Gaming. I remember like the stuff. CD store
1: in the mall. Like, I loved going to the CD store in the mall.
0: We had a place in college uh, called Vintage Stock that I really liked because they had a bunch of stuff like that.
1: We have a place in Hutch now that just opened called Permanent Record, and it's, like, a record store. They also sell uh, CDs, but they also, like, they I think they focus on, like, bringing back uh, vinyl and stuff like that. Nice. So, I haven't checked it out yet. Vinyl's it's vinyl's I mean, a comeback, man. Yeah, but I don't think it's what it used to be by any means. Like No. Vinyl is vinyl, I, I've always been a guy that wants to buy the CD. Like when NF drops a new CD, I always buy two. One that's signed, one that's not. But that's because I love the I love the physical factor of hey, I've got this. So like that signed CD I could post up behind me and post it up on my wall. But, and it's part of art. And that's what and that's what vinyl's gone to is art.
0: Vinyl's a vinyl the thing about vinyl though is it's it's a different sound.
1: Oh for sure. It's not your it's not your pre or your edited CDs or your radio edits. It's, it's right. raw and music. So That's because what it is. Cuz of
0: that there's an element to vinyl that makes it kind of classic. Oh, yeah. If you know what I mean. Classic like vinyl, vinyl it
1: can't die. And vinyl for me, like whenever I listen to it, it, it's not that it sounds bad. I think that vinyl, it it should set a tone for like what you're doing. Like, so if you're just hanging out and like just enjoying music, that's where vinyl is appreciated more in those settings. But if you're just wanting to listen to music and jam out, I don't think vinyl's like, you can't get music high enough on a a record to sound good enough. It's going to sound distorted if it's too loud. But yeah, I do appreciate
0: if you're trying to create like a a concert in your house, you don't want vinyl. But if you're for just sure. listening and jamming out, yeah, vinyl's the way to go. Yeah. So.
1: I mean, radio is dying, but I, I still appreciate radio shows. So, but hey, man, we've been going a while. We have, but we, I mean, we still have a little break in between. But it was still fun, and I'm glad we knock out those all those things before that way we have mm-hmm. time to appreciate and then we don't have to like make time for it so absolutely but i love you i love you too and we will plan for next episode absolutely i love you
0: love you too talk to you later
1: bye, bye.